This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, September 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police are investigating an afternoon triple shooting that left one man dead and two injured in Philadelphia's Germantown section. The shooting happened at about 2.30 in the 5,000 block of Germantown Avenue. Surveillance and cell phone video captured the shooting nearby a mosque in the area. Police say three victims were taken to Temple University Hospital by private vehicles. A 24-year-old man shot in the head died from his injuries. A 24-year-old man shot in the hip is listed in stable but uh, critical but stable condition and a 25-year-old man shot in the backside and his leg is listed in stable condition. There has been no motive that's released for this shooting and so far no arrests have been made. If you have any information, contact police. Tropical Storm Nicholas is making its way towards Texas and Louisiana, threatening to drench the region for much of the week and leave some communities flooded. Having slowed to a near standstill in the Gulf of Mexico, the storm could strengthen significantly. A hurricane watch is in effect for the central Texas coast, which means hurricane conditions. Sustained winds of at least 74 miles per hour are possible within 48 hours of the watch being issued. The risk for flash flooding from Nicholas is increasing with a level three of four risk for uh, excessive rainfall issued for coastal sections of Texas from Monday through at least Tuesday night, according to the Weather Prediction Center. While it's still unclear where the heaviest rainfall uh, will be, there will be locations that receive a storm total of at least 15 inches by the end of the week, they're saying. Houston area school districts have canceled classes today due to the threat of severe weather posed by approaching tropical storm Nicholas. The Powerball jackpot has grown to an estimated $416 million ahead of Monday night's drawing. It's the game's second largest jackpot of the year, still firmly behind the $731.1 million won in Maryland this May. The new batch of winning numbers will be drawn Monday night at 11 p.m. from Atlanta. The winner will have to match the numbers on all five of the white balls and then the one red Powerball. The odds of matching all of the numbers are one in 292.2 million. Matching numbers on five white balls alone will net you a million dollars and then matching the Powerball with four white balls is worth $50,000. If you do beat the odds and win the jackpot, sign the ticket and return it to the state's nearest lottery office, the cash option will give the winner a one-time lump sum payment equal to the value of the prize pool. In Monday's drawing, that equals an estimated $301.9 million. Okay. And the annuity. That's chunky. The annuity will give the winner 30 smaller payments over 29 years. Each payment is 5% larger than the previous and will equal the value of the jackpot by the time it is paid out. Taxes are applicable to either payout. And until a jackpot winning is a ticket is sold, the grand prize will increase in value. But once a ticket matches all six numbers, the prize pool will reset at $20 million ahead of the next drawing. The prize does not have to be claimed before the jackpot resets. Powerball drawings take place every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. And Mega Millions, who's Jackpot has has reached 383 million draws, new numbers every Tuesday and Friday That's nights. That's right. It's kind of the dueling uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. lottos. Remember that happened a while back? Yeah, where they yeah. Were both getting way up there. What so. was the high point? Do you remember what the high I point was? Otherwise, I, I don't remember because it's happened enough times like, where you're like, okay, billion. like yeah, a billion. billion. Yeah, that's our <laughs> Thank lotto you, watcher. There was one that was like 1.1 billion or <laughs> 1.2 billion. You remember that? Because and it, it got split three ways. I remember three people won it, and they all ended up getting like four hundred million dollars. Yeah, I've got no numbers for tonight. <laughs> He's <laughs> drawing for tonight. No, it was upside down. It was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Poor Rocky. Uh, okay, no, what's that number? I never saw that before. It looks like two circles. Oh, hey, it's an eight. <laughs> it looks like two circles next to each other. It's sideways, Rock. Turn it. <laughs> <laughs> we can still get tickets at shows, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I bought some like uh, a week and a half ago. It was starting to, to make its get way up. There. And I'm like, I'm going to snag this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump the, I'm jump the gun. You do it today? I'm going to wait before the uh, the really big one comes along. I'm going to win that smaller one. It's not going to be as big of a deal. But I'll still walk away with like $100 million. Everybody be happy. But you didn't. Oh. I don't know. I haven't checked my numbers yet. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure I didn't win. Do what Casey does. He's a big winner now, right? Oh, yeah. 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 He won. He had a scratch off. off like a, over $300 scratch off oh, the other no day. Way. Yeah. And I have to thank Preston because I wouldn't have been in shows. You showed up That's to the meeting I, yeah. with Powerball tickets. And I go... And you ran in and got, bought and, a scratch off? So I went, okay, I, well, I went in to buy a Powerball. And just as I got in there, Mrs. Cho had to reboot the machine. So I'm just sitting there waiting. And I had probably waited for like two minutes for this machine to reboot. And I looked up. I go, I didn't buy that scratch off ticket. And then I won 300 bucks. Yeah. And you know cool. how much yeah, I got awesome. to see in that 300 bucks? Zero. Why? Because I gave it to my wife. I go, hey, because she was going to act me. I go, hey, can you cash this in? I'm like, you know, just give me 100 and you can keep the other two. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I saw zero yeah, yeah. No, no, you're of that money. That. <laughs> Did she buy groceries with it? Yeah, or? she bought groceries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feed the family. She gave her the new purse. Yeah, these are the groceries. <laughs> she didn't buy three hundred dollars worth of groceries. I'll tell you that. Wow. You have what? You have like five people in your house. It's got to be at least three. It wasn't bucks. a big grocery trip. It was why, like why you am know, I defending her? Taking because you're bucks. a woman and she's a woman, <laughs> yeah, and you guys like are together yeah, in this thing. I, jumped I on get her it. Side. <laughs> and it's it. you, so I had to. Yeah, and then it's me <laughs> as well. All right, I let's do it. sports this morning. <laughs> The Eagles open up their season with a win against the Falcons yesterday afternoon in Atlanta. Jalen Hurts threw three touchdown passes, and Nick Sirianni was a winner in his head coach debut after a 32-6 victory. Hurts threw touchdown passes of 18 yards to Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith, nine yards to Dallas Goddard, and 23 yards to Jalen Rafe. Another rookie, fifth-round pick, Kenneth Gainwell, scored his first touchdown as a pro with an eight-yard run late in the third quarter to steal the win. The Birds will have their home opener this Sunday, and they'll host the San Francisco 49ers. In the other games involving NFC East teams, the L.A. Chargers beat Washington 20-16. The Giants lost to the Denver Broncos 27-13, and the Dallas Cowboys lost on Thursday. So the Eagles are the only NFC East team to get a win in Week 1. And the Phillies lost to the Colorado Rockies yesterday afternoon at the ballpark, falling 5 to four and losing three out of four in the series. Garrett Hampson homered twice and knocked in all five runs as the Rockies dealt a serious blow to the Phil's playoff hopes. They fell four and a half games behind National League East leading Atlanta with only 19 games to play. The Phil's are off today before opening up a series at home tomorrow night against the Chicago Cubs. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Candy. By the way, follow up. Nick found out the record Powerball jackpot was $1.586 billion. That went to three, three people uh, from Tennessee, so that, that's uh, the record. Now, might not be billions, but ladies and gentlemen, we are throwing out cash left and right starting today. Yes. It's the return of MMR's money clips. In the past, we did Preston and Steve's money clip. This time around, it's MMR's money clip, so we're going to be playing clips from the entire radio station. It could have happened uh, at any point in time uh, during broadcasting days. 
And we're going to play this little clip to remind you of, hey, it's time now to have your chance to win $500. And we do it alone, just us. We do it two times each morning. I love that. So we started at 8, and then it goes at 10, and then noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. So it starts today, and it'll go on for several weeks, and it's $500 a shot. So... Very, very simple. Uh, when we tell you, uh, you know, uh, when we play the clip, you'll know it is time to listen up for the keyword, which we will announce. We'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three different ways to do that through the app, uh, through your cell phone, by texting, uh, or through the contest page at WMMR.com. But I'll remind you about all that when we get there. Yes. And get your set. Now, if you do decide to enter via the app or WMMR, you get a bonus because you'll be entered to win a $10,000 grand prize. So why not do it that way? Uh, complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So uh, we get that started today. I, I love giving away money. I do too, man. Yeah. It's the best. So uh, 8 o'clock, your first shot. Don't miss that opportunity. Uh, guess wise we have uh, dancer Derek Hoff, who's going to be on the program. Uh, Julianne's uh, brother. Yes. Uh, and Dancing with the Stars and the whole thing. And apparently he's got a... Um, Residency that's going to be taking place at the Venetian Resort in uh, Vegas. Yeah, it's called Derek Hoff No Limit. So we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to talk about Dancing with Stars. He's a nice guy. We've had him on yeah. before. Uh, so we will uh, chat with him later on in the program. But that's it, uh, guest wise for today. So money and that and the regular stuff like the stupid question, the entertainment report, which will be coming up next. So let's take a break. Come back in a second and get to all that stuff. The VMAs were last night. We'll play back some clips, talk a little bit about that and more. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You see what I, I did see here. that, and it's uh, that's what a great way to start the week. Well, like, I, I pull up so so I'm gonna I'm gonna do the birthdays here in a second, and I saw one at the very bottom of the Wikipedia list. Nick sometimes pulls up a Wikipedia list. I have my own list here, and I saw one that said Puma Swede, oh. Oh. Swedish pornographic artist. I'm like, I know her. Oh, really? <laughs> and I went ahead and I just pulled up an image search, and uh, that's what Steve saw. It's a Puma Monday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another Puma Monday. Whoa, whoa. All right. I have a stupid question for you. Song time over. We're going to give away, by the way, a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And the question I have for you this morning is who became the first person to become a billionaire writing books? She made like a billion dollars. So let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Who became the first person to become a billionaire? By writing books. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. We're waiting for your answer today is Monday, September 13th. It is Tyler Perry's birthday today. Juggernaut. 
Tyler is a mere 52 years old, and yes, he's a billionaire. So I believe a lot of the Marvel stuff gets, uh, at least some of it, gets done in his studios down in Georgia. Okay. Because he has a sprawling movie complex. Yeah, that was a that was a good move by a him. A very good move. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why you'll see that little peach at the end of so many movies. So he's 52 today. Uh, actress Jean Smart. Love her. Love uh, her. Maybe 70 years old. It says disputed here, and sometimes it says that. I don't know why. Did you watch Hacks? I've not watched it yet, no. It's great. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Uh, Me too. And in the year that uh, Mayor from Easttown and Hacks, two great performances. And two totally different characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of movies throughout the years and TV shows. Obviously, Designing Women was kind of where we first got to know her. And then uh, Home Sweet, or Sweet Home Alabama and Bringing Down the House, I Heart Huckabees, all that stuff. She was also the drunk neighbor in the original uh, Brady Bunch movie. She was. She, she was, was great. Hitting on the boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline Bissett. Ooh. Ma, a uh, Bond girl, uh, Casino Royale. Uh, she's also in tons of movies. Is your mic on? I'm sorry, Nick. Go ahead. There's a great episode of Cheers where uh, Sam is bet by uh, Michael Richards, actually, the guy that actually played Kramer. That um, Sam can't marry Jacqueline Bissett by a certain time, so he goes out and he finds a different Jacqueline Bissett, <laughs> who's uh, like this uh, uh, down home girl from like West Virginia. Flies her up to Boston and they get married. But the entire episode is whether or not Sam can actually marry Jacqueline Bissett. Wow. I don't think okay. Jacqueline Bissett may not be a bonger. Is it Jane Seymour you're thinking of? It says here she was in Casino Royale. Oh, she was in. You know what she was in? She was in the parody movie. The, the uh, yeah, that had nothing. There was one with Woody oh. Allen and Peter Sellers. It was called Casino Royale. It was called Casino Royale. It was directed by five different. I actually okay. It's a great bad movie. So yes. So she was playing a Bond girl, but just not in a real not Bond in a real movie. Bond movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, she was in Bullet, Airport, The Deep, a lot of movies throughout the years, and she is seventy-seven today. Uh, Stella McCartney. Had her leg blown off by a uh, by a landmine. No, it wasn't even his daughter. No, it was his wife, and it wasn't a landmine. This gun, there's probably no landmines here. Uh, Stella McCartney is a fashion designer, obviously. and she's very successful. She's Paul's uh, daughter. Yeah, very successful. Uh, and it's a big birthday for her today. She is 50 years old. Uh, it is also Peter Cetera's oh. birthday today of Chicago. Uh, and he turns 77 years old today. Wow. In the overly pita satarid level of Chicago, that's where I sort of disconnected. When he became the main focus, I think. You know what I'm saying? I love this earlier sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, they got uh, they got a little uh, synchrony yeah. uh, for a while there. But, um, yeah, their earlier stuff is, is fantastic. Uh, and he's telling... Turned 77 today. And this is him on vocals in 25 years before. Good bass player, too. Uh, Zach Starkey, drummer of The Who, son of Ringo Starr. Wow, so progeny of the Beatles. Yeah, and he's, birthday. he's been playing uh, for a long time. Yeah, you're right. Both, uh, both yeah. Beatles have, uh, or two of the, the remaining Beatles have uh, have kids having birthdays today. Uh, I saw him play with The Who, and he was fantastic. He's a great drummer. Uh, and he turns 56 years old today. Another great drummer, and the final birthday I have on the list is uh, Vinny Apice. And he's played with a lot of uh, metal and, and uh, heavy acts throughout the years. He was the, the drummer with Dio. Uh, he played with Sabbath for a bit, uh, Heaven and Hell as well. Is so. he related to... Uh, yeah, to uh, Carmine Apice. I believe they're cousins. Not 100% Younger sure. brother. Younger brother. I'm way off. Uh, but he's great. Yeah, he turns uh, 64 years old today. Vinny Apice. All right, we'll see if we can... Get the answer to the question, who became the first person to become a billionaire by writing books? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Patrick, see if we can get the answer. Yo, Patrick, good morning. 
Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, Patrick. So who is the first author to become a billionaire by writing books? Uh, J.K. Rowling. You're right. Yeah. You are correct. She had both her legs blown off of the landmine. Both of them. Both? Two of them. Uh, so, Patrick, hang on the line. We are going to set you up with a $50... Bonefish Grill gift card. You can discover Bonefish Grill's new shrimp rangoon salmon or seasonal pineapple glazed shrimp paired with a refreshing watermelon martini. Ready for, that, ready for a new adventure. Bonefish Grill is hiring. Visit bonefishgrill.com for information. All right, uh, the box office. Number one, again, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings held in there. Did you see that uh, Marvel has responded to this saying that now, because of the success of Shang-Chi, that all Marvel releases, at least for the foreseeable future, will be directly to theaters, old school. Yes, and I have more details on that coming up in the Entertainment Report. Yes, I do. Uh, Malignant was second, followed by Free Guy, Candyman, Jungle Cruise was at number five. Then you have Paw Patrol, Card Counter, number eight was Don't Breathe 2, then Show Me the Father, and After... After we fell, that was it. We fell down. I thought it was after we well. (laughs) Let's do another well. We don't feel good. We come back after we well. Uh, We wet right now. Yeah, we wet. Later, we well. Uh. So the Video Music Awards were on last night. How about that? So exciting. I know we were all watching and texting each Mm. other throughout. Yes, we were. I was live (laughs) tweeting the whole thing. It's really my night. Uh, Little Nas X. Won the most coveted Video of the Year award for uh, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, and That's it, your favorite. Uh, of course it was. Uh, holding the trophy, he said, I will not take this for granted. Uh, the song also won for Best Direction and Best Visual Effects. We have, do we have clips of We, we do. Uh, the, I went with stuff that was more within our wheelhouse. For example, we, do you want to go through the clips? Uh, well, let me, let me I'll, I'll give you the I'll rundown. I'll let you know what we have and, because and a lot as, of it was nothing. As we go along. So I know we yeah. have something from Madonna. It was a star-studded night. It started off with Madonna. She appeared in the opening uh, before the music even began. And we have that clip, I believe. Yes. Okay, let's go with that. Here we go. And they said we wouldn't last. But we are still here, mother... Happy 40th MTV! Welcome to the 2021 MTV Video Music Awards. So she brought everybody on board. So At this point, the show. Yeah, Madonna's like a grandparent trying to, uh, like, like trying, trying to, like, oh, oh Grandpa Curse. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma Curse. <laughs> How'd she look? I didn't see it. They, she was done up like some sort of, uh, like, um, leather dominatrix thing, a bustier jammed up. But she's got this weird, I don't know what happened to her grill, if she still has that stuff in or a lot of that stuff in. Mm. But she's got this perpetual oh, really? extended lip thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to flatter her here. Uh, the music kicked off with Justin Bieber launching into Stay with Kid Lario or Leroy. Is it Leroy? L-A-R-O-I. Hey, kids. I, Daddy's going to mess up the names, okay? Uh-huh. Just a heads up. The picture of Madonna was just... Guys, if you could put that back Pull up. Pull that back up if you yeah, could. Yeah, take a look at that. There you go. Okay. That's a good look for Grandma. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's, a, it's a dominatrix type of outfit. Yeah. I'm as old as she is, but, I, but I, you don't see me wearing that. I, I do what, a, what an adult does. I wear superhero T-shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so other big winners included Olivia Rodrigo uh, for New Artist and Song of the Year, as well as Push Performance for Driver's License. I don't know what a Push Performance uh, is. You know what I'll tell you this, Preston? So before you beat yourself up for not knowing some of these people... 
this even the award show itself, MTV itself, is a case to be made. Is 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 its time has passed because. This isn't the way most music videos are consumed these days. No, you're, you're watch watching YouTube. YouTube. And, yeah, the, you stream them, yeah. So uh, other big winners, let me see here. Best collaboration went to Doja Cat uh, and SZA for uh, Kiss Me More. Did I get SZA right? You got it right, man. You rocked yeah. it. Thanks, man. Uh, Doja Cat uh, also hosted the show with an array of sure-to-be-talked-about costumes, including one where she wore a chair on her head. Yeah. And later took it off and sat on it. That's crazy. She did that? She sat on a chair, dude. <laughs> that was on, on her, her head. It's crazy. Wow. Who I'd does like, that? I'd like to see what the chair looks like. Because I have a chair. It was a full recliner. No. <laughs> it was a complete Barker lounger. <laughs> She's got a strong neck. She's got an incredibly got really strong neck. Strong neck. Uh, uh, so anyway. Oh, okay. No, no. Question? I, I have a chair that could... Uh, you that know, you can wear. Could work it, as a hat. It could second as a I hat. I have a chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, gotta have it. Uh, <laughs> best R- that chair. <laughs> uh, best R&B went to Bruno Mars. Is his last name Anderson? Is he now by Anderson, going by? Anderson, no. Anderson Pack. Okay, because it's Anderson period Pack. Is that how he spells his name of the period there? Uh, I don't know about any. Or is that just a typo? Let me just see uh, uh, Silk Sonic. Uh, for Leave the Door Open. BTS won Best K-Pop. Yeah, as, hey! As well as Best Group. Uh, best Alternative went to Machine Gun Kelly. Wow. Uh, stars new and legendary made appearances. Among them were Beyonce, David Lee Roth, Jennifer Lopez, uh, St. John, Cindy Lauper, and Billie Eilish. Uh, Foo Fighters performed a medley. We have a clip of them, I believe. It's uh, them accepting the Global Icon Award. Bro. Yeah, it was the first ever U.S. Global Icon yes. Award. So let's uh, let's roll a clip of that. Here we go. It's quite an award to receive. We've been a band for 26 years, so feels pretty good. But we'd like to thank uh, all of the people at MTV, past and present. Uh, we made a list. Um, there's Kurt Loder and Tabitha Sorin, JJ Johnson. That was one. Jack- JJ Jackson is who it is. Right, yeah. JJ Johnson. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Matt Pinfield, uh, Steve Isaacs, Amy Finnerty. Thank you all very much for this award. Um, we'll see you in 26 years. Let me ask you, Case, you're, yeah. are your kids at all into MTV? No. Yeah. No. There I, you go. Mine aren't. Either. Uh, let's go to... We have a clip of David Lee Roth announcing <laughs> video of the year. David Lee Roth being David Lee Roth All announcing right. the video of the year. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the big noise, the big sound, and the big tad. It's the big choice, the big prize. This is the grand, this is the video of the year, the hook upon which we hang our memory of the whole year. And there's some serious money in this mother... Oh, yeah. Now, Grandpa cursed. Grandma <laughs> did earlier. Now, Grandpa did. Oh, well, God, Grandpa, you're so bad. Amazing line of a contestant. Mine's working. Butt's twerking. Everybody's a little bit nervous here. Ladies and gentlemen, explode when you hear the name. Give them a win to remember. Video of the year goes to Lil Nas X. Dave made the announcement. We know somebody that won an award last night. Yeah, you know what, Nick? I'm glad you pulled that up. I had no idea. Uh, but apparently, it, apparently there was a um, 
What what uh, it, it's best com- mashup v, uh, for a video music award, and it's our, our buddy DJ Cummerbund. Oh, he deserves it, man. Yeah, that guy's yeah. unbelievable. When we do when we do mashup madness. Those yeah. are, most of those are DJ Cummerbund, and he actually did a little jingle. He made a yeah. jingle for the mm-hmm. Preston and Steve show, and he's a, a video music award winner. I follow him on YouTube. Uh, I follow his YouTube channel, and uh, he does new ones once a week, uh, once every two weeks. They're great. He's really really talented, and I end up Steve. I know you said this many times, but I often end up liking his mashups. <laughs> Almost as much, if not more, yeah, than the yeah. originals. It's Here, true. He's really our, good. Here's our intro that he made for us. DJ Cumberbund. It's Mashup Madness with Preston and Steve. Jingle from uh, DJ Cumberbund, who won an award. A v- VMA winner. I love it. Uh, one last clip, and a band that we really don't uh, play, but he announced uh, his wife was pregnant, Tyler Joseph of 21 Pilots. They grabbed it for your daughter. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So here's, uh, here's that clip. Here. <laughs> My wife is That's how you do it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you get a nice audience. All right, so there you go. Another one for the history books. MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, we'll move on to some other entertainment stories. Ben Affleck opened up about his latest film, The Last Duel, which co-stars Matt Damon and Jodie Comer and is directed by Ridley Scott. He told the Venice Matt Film Damon. the film Festival, I do consider myself a feminist. He said the movie principally was really exciting to me because of the character of Marguerite, which was played by Comer. He said her extraordinary strength and bravery seemed uh, very obvious when I read the book. Um, he added, uh, this is a true story, one that people don't know. This is an incredible woman from history who is an early known recorded person who spoke out against a powerful man who assaulted her. Naturally, that seemed relevant and also incredibly thrilling and a story that could generate a lot of catharsis and empathy and one that I hoped would develop in the viewer a sense of compassion and we hope the idea that we might look at one another in a different way. Has so, it, been, it hasn't been released yet, right? Uh, no. no, it yeah. is set in 1386 with King Charles, who was played by Affleck, King Charles the six uh jean de carroge i'm not sure how you say the last doja name. cat uh doja cat uh matt damon plays that and his wife comer uh so of the co-writing press uh, process uh damon said uh ben and i did the male sections the first two acts nicole did the third which is primarily jody's story although jody obviously enters both of our stories the idea was that in the male stories the women are kind of manifested when the men need them uh, for something other than that, they're ignored. They are property, and they're uh, kind of seen as that. So this opens uh, in about a month, October 15th. Matt Damon just did that uh, GQ thing that you like, Steve. Loved it. Breakdown. Uh, Loved you it. Know, it's like 28 minutes of him just talking about so many of his movies. He spent a lot of time on The Martian and Goodwill Hunting. Uh, he didn't talk about this movie, but he did talk about Stillwater, which came out earlier this year. So this series is great. GQ does it, I keep talking about it, and Nick's, Nick's uh, watching it as well. Uh, but uh, a lot of times, Preston, you'll have an actor, oh, I hope they talk about this. I hope they talk about yeah. this movie. And they have such voluminous careers that sometimes they don't. You're like, son of a bitch. Well, uh, other news from that little uh, viewing that they had. Benifer, the couple, returned to the red carpet. Now, this was their first appearance as a couple after 18 they years. They were so in love. They looked great, they man. They did, man. Yeah, so- you know what? That shows you 
that that love never dies. Uh, while they've been widely photographed uh, together out and about, this is their first official appearance. They hit the red carpet at the premiere Look of at the her. last duel. And social media ate it up. Even Gwen Paltrow. No. Uh, Ben's ex said, okay, this is cute. Uh, she posted on it as a shot of the pair. They look she good. That, the, yeah. yeah. Imagine having a, sec- a second chance at love, Preston. Fun, the- fun little tidbit. That, the day that photo was taken was the exact day they were supposed to get married 12 or 13 years ago. Married? Married. Wow. Wait a second. They said they said a wedding date 12 years in the future? Yeah. Married. <laughs> wow. No, the wedding that they canceled, this was the date. So the, today oh. would have been their, or that day would have been their anniversary. So oh. them in a tux and a wedding dress. Well, we're getting married in dress. 14 years. Very fitting. Right. And her boob looked amazing. Uh, yeah, they're pretty fabulous. You gotta love that. Uh, we're gonna move on to this one. Brittany Spears and her boyfriend, Sam Ashgari. Announced yesterday they are engaged to be married. How awesome. Yeah. Ashgari's agent, Brandon Cohen, said that they made their long-term relationship official and are deeply touched by the support, dedication, and love expressed to them. I still don't like the way she looks, though. Like, what is well, happening? What's um, going on? She's got some things that she does all the time. The, the, the camera's always 18 feet up. I know she's doing the angled thing uh, on all her Instagram shots, and I think she's wearing too much eye makeup, Kathy. That's my take on it. Yeah, just Back like the, the overall like presence of her is still a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Let her be weird with this guy. Uh, so the couple posted images on their Instagram pages showing Brittany wearing an engagement ring, which is engraved with the word lioness. Lioness. According to jeweler Roman Maliev. Uh, Spears and Ashkari, a fitness trainer and actor, began dating in 2016. He proposed at their at her Southern California home. Will you marry me? Uh, He's they, young. They announced their engagement days after uh, Spears' father filed a petition asking a Los Angeles County judge to end his conservatorship over his daughter, a legal arrangement that gave him control over her estate for more than a decade, of um, course. Yeah, sorry, I, don't know, I don't know his age. He's Did, not even, I don't even think he's 30. He's 18. <laughs> he is, he's younger, yes. But Maybe they've like been together 20s. for a while, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did you mention how many times she's been married? She had Kevin Federline and then no, another guy, right? I didn't say that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think she was married twice. Right. Uh, but yeah, these two started in 2016, so they've been going five been years. Going. And he's apparently really um, attentive and good for her. She was married briefly to that Jason Alexander guy right. that, that wasn't the oh, Jason Alexander right. from Seinfeld. Right. Okay. Uh, so engaged, so good for her. Well, after a timeout due to COVID, arguably the glamiest event of the year is back. The Met Gala. Oh, yeah. Fashion's biggest night. It's typically held the first Monday in May, but tonight <sighs> it returns. I, I know I speak for all of us. The COVID year was kind of a break because we got tired of getting done up for the Met Gala every yeah. year, right? Well, listen, you all it takes all day, yeah. to get yep. looking good Absolutely. for that event. Is and it a part of uh, exhausting? Is it a part of Fashion Week? This the Met Gala? Yes. Okay. So this year's gala will be hosted by the young youngest gala co-chairs ever: Timothy Chalamet, who is twenty six; Billie Eilish, who is nineteen; Naomi Osaka, who is twenty three; and it's Amanda. Be great. Amanda Gorman, who is 23. Alex Holly from Fox 29 has been up for Fashion Week uh, taking some photos. Oh, my God. Holy moly. I mean, first of all, she looks like a million bucks, but also, like, the just everything that's going on with Fashion Week uh, is, I don't know. It's Alex Holly could absolutely get it, a, a oh my God. invite. It's funny watching Alex in those videos that she's posting <laughs> because she has got some tood, mm-hmm. and we know her as a really fun 
you know, light, yeah. easygoing type of person, but she is putting on the, which while you're at that event, it's what you do. Yeah. Uh, she's putting on the model attitude with the walk and the, and the expressions on her face. And it's just a little bit different. Well, she's got a crap load of Instagram followers now. Oh yeah. Uh, she yeah. Does. Yeah. So she's, um, she's, she's, she works it. Honorary chairs for the evening will be designer Tom Ford, head of Instagram, Adam Masseri, and Vogue editor-in-chief, of course, Anna Wintour. Uh, Touted as a more intimate affair with organizers introducing strict protocols, it will definitely be star-studded. Uh, and you can live stream uh, through Vogue.com, hosted by Kiki Palmer. Uh, the, the live stream will be po- hosted by Kiki Palmer and um, Ilana Galzer. Glazer? So let's press no, it. Says Ilana Glazer. G-A-L-Z-E-R. No, let's, it's Ilana Glazer. Okay. Let's make a pact to watch it live streaming, all of us sitting on uh, our toilets. Yeah. Eating cheese doodles and, you know, <laughs> just the absolute... Contrary take on the uh, on the Met Gala. The dress code is American independence, so expect a lot of <sighs> Ralph Lauren and Vera Wang, plus new stars like Christopher John Rogers and Sergio Hudson. Is this... Now, it had been mentioned that this would be the last Met Gala. Are they going ahead with that, or will they continue? Uh, Remember she had said... Oh, I don't know. She, she wanted she, out. Anna Wintour right? said it'd become a nightmare. Yeah, I know. yeah, no, uh, no indication All in right. this story that I'm reading, Steve. So uh, this year, the theme will be the evolution of American fashion and the ways it now embraces sustainability, diversity, and inclusion. Do you know what the original theme was? Mm-hmm. Six jars of farts. No way! <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, I don't know if this had anything to do with the Met Gala uh, or Fashion Week. Um, Jay Z's two and a half million dollar watch. No, I, mean, I did not see that. This thing. It's blue, first of all. Yeah. Um, but it is like it's basically it's carved out of sapphire. It's not sapphire glass. Like it's the entire carved. what's that? It's carved out of one piece of sapphire. I don't know if it's carved out of one piece of sapphire, but like the entire watch is essentially sapphire. Two and a half million dollars. Two and a half million dollar watch. No. Well. No. I mean, it looks like a I, watch. The most I've ever spent is a million on a watch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Crazy. Uh two and a half million dollar watch. And you know what? Wow. It's hard to read the face. It's all gummed up. Yeah, yeah. You can see the inner workings of it. It's I like the big of... old Casio readout, Preston, with red numbers. Yes, that <laughs> works for me. Why not? All right, Jay-Z, well, congratulations. Or you could donate that money to the Camp Opera Hunger, which we have coming up in uh, October. He could do that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Sell that watch. gauntlet's and... been laid down. Yeah, right? I just did it. I did it right there. You heard it. All right, anyhow... Um, so the Met Gala is back. It's tonight. I'm so sure. excited. We'll be we'll be oh we'll be reporting on that tomorrow, gang. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'll be live streaming from my toilet. Ashton Kutcher was invited to ESPN to be a guest prediction picker ahead of Saturday's games with Iowa State against uh, U of Iowa, which is a Kutcher's alma mater. He touched down by jet as a big surprise, but the crowd greeted him instead of with applause by reportedly chanting, "Take a shower." <laughs> Uh, as you recall, both Kutcher and his wife Mila Kunis got dragged across social media and back over the summer for claiming that they didn't wash themselves or they I just got out of the shower. But they, of course, refuted that, and uh, they were saying it in jest. Uh, but uh, it is now stuck. So they ch- they were chanting, uh, "Take a shower." So, uh, so weeks after getting busted smooching his long rumored girlfriend Zendaya at a spot uh, stoplight, Tom Holland openly flirted with her no. on social media. Oh, my God, what did he do? Social. Put his he hand on it. posted three fire emojis. Stop it. Mm-hmm. 
after seeing the shot she posted of herself walking the red carpet at Venice. How about that? Oh Was she God. ever... Uh, okay, so they've been going ever since the first movie, right? Since the first Spider-Man Yeah, film. I don't know when, if, if it started while they were filming or after the movie was, was completed. I'm yeah. not sure of that, Steve. And they kept it really, really quiet. They did. But I think on-set romances are, are a standard yeah. thing, right? Yeah, they happen. That's how Kathy fell in love with us. <laughs> <laughs> it was an on-set romance. It took a little while with me, but... It still hasn't happened yeah. with you. Well, it's taking a while. <laughs> <laughs> Work in progress. <laughs> it's it's sluggish. <laughs> so Jennifer Garner, who may be the greatest woman in the world, uh, visited the Afghan refugee center outside of D.C. this week to meet with families who were recently evacuated from the country. Um, she said uh, in a press release following the visit, Afghan children have known nothing but conflict their entire lives. She said, I got to see their beautiful art, sing songs, and receive some really big hugs. And she has been a board member of Save the Children since 2014. So yeah. it's, it's her She cause. walks the walk. Yeah, she does. She's, uh, she's a pretty amazing person. Well, after seemingly transforming into Khloe Kardashian before everyone's eyes, Tori Spelling is denying speculation that she's gone under the knife. There's no effing way. She said, first of all, I have an amazing makeup artist now. Did she dis- did she discount chainsaws? Her name, she said, her name is Haley Hoff, and with contour, she, she does makeup like no one else. All right, the picture's up here in the studio. Tell me. Tell me that's not... Is Some that sort of Tory Spelling. That's Tory yeah. Spelling. Oh my God! Yeah, she's got an amazing makeup. Artist. Oh my God! <laughs> Listen, she's got that... an amazing makeup artist. She's got a wig. She's got that looks nothing Every... like her. That looks nothing like Tory Spelling. You could ask me who that was. You would outline me. I could not right. pinpoint that that is Tory so, Spelling in any way. Do you believe that there was no real surgery? Surgery? There? God, no. Of course, there was surgery. Well, I don't know, though. There was some demolition. Well, her face, she had too much going on. So she may have let it go a little bit. You know who works on her face? Kathy, the Property Brothers. (laughs) Jeez. You know, you're right. Even there's no... They should, Steve, they should start having loving, love it or list it for your face. <laughs> right, right. They have a no, show for that. No, I, t- I take back what I said. I'm going to list that. She looks like, um, <laughs> who is the character where just their mouth would op- like open? Clutch Cargo? Oh, wait, no, uh, Terrence and Phillip? Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. From, from South Park. She looks like that, so I take back what I said. <laughs> You're right. There's a discernible, like, line. split, a line. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's surgery. Mid-mouth. Wendy Jeez. Williams has that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. put her and Wendy Williams together and make a new South Park. So there's like there's no there's no longer a throat connector, <laughs> right? And Tori. It just goes back to a crease in the back of the mouth. Yeah, and it just opens and closes. <laughs> wow. So the air doesn't come in that part of the body. She said, uh, so she talks about her amazing makeup artist. She said, I look completely different. I look completely different. She said, I look like I've had a nose job. She said, like, it's straight now. Oh. What? Okay. What are you talking about? (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's somebody who's thought about their nose for their whole life. Their whole life. And everyone around her is like, what? There's like a video, are, Kathy, where they're sitting around in the interview. They have some cucumber finger sandwiches there, and her jaw slides out and grabs one and pulls it back into her mouth. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Buffy the Vampire Slayer alum Nicholas Brendan has pulled out of promotional events, uh, citing medical issues he's having after being jailed for felony prescription fraud. His manager, listen to this, says he is experiencing paralysis in his genitals huh. and legs. 
and will require major back surgery. I can't feel my penis. <laughs> he suffers from what's called uh, Quadra Equina Syndrome, in which uh, nerve roots in the spine are compressed. That sounds painful. Yeah. It does. Wow. So okay. are they saying that that is what led him to this, or that is a, a product of this? Yeah, I don't because know, Because he Steve. has been... Um, He's been. By the way, he's there. He's a twin, an identical twin, uh, and um, he's been fighting this stuff for ever ever since the show left the air. Is, is his twin in the business, or is he? You know, I forgot. Okay. Um, let's see what else I have here for you. Halloween Kills is set to land on Peacock the same day that it hits movie theaters, October fifteenth. The horror sequel starring Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. We'll focus on the takedown of Michael Myers. Did so, you did you watch the last one? Or did I did not. You're not a, no. All right, so the series, the first one is the, a masterpiece. The subsequent ones, and even the Rob Zombie ones are just, I mean, he, he did a, a solid attempt at it. But they came back, I think, with the last one, uh, which kind of had her, you know, uh, Laurie, is a, Laurie Strode is older and, and, and really trying to be proactive and take this on. And it made a little bit more sense. I wonder where they're going to take this one now because that was like a perfect coda to the whole mm-hmm. to the whole thing, yeah. and um, they're going to the well again. Uh, speaking of movies and theaters, Disney is committing to release all six of the remaining films on its uh, 2021 film slate theatrically, uh, with all but one getting a minimum of a 40 day exclusive theatrical window. Huh. Uh, so you have uh, Marvel's The Eternals as well as 20th Century titles. Uh, the Last Duel, which we were just talking about, uh, West Side Story, Ron's Gone Wrong, and The King's Man mm. uh, will all be released with a 45-day window, while the animated musical film Encanto will be released with a 30-day window on November 24th before coming to Disney+. Plus. Encanto will then open on Disney+. Plus on Christmas Eve in time for the holidays. I'm not going to lie. I think that uh, there are some some of these things I'm, I'm very... Um Happy that I was able to directly watch them at home. Uh, and, and that still is the case for a lot of the movies that are uh, second tier, third tier. Uh, and then I thought it was, we, we used to talk about how quick it was to turn around from the major theatrical release to getting it on home, streaming and video. So, you know, we, we you get jaded, though, when you get something to yeah. day of. I've seen two movies in the theaters over the last year and a half. They're both Marvel yeah. movies. is Black Widow and, and Shang-Chi. Um, I'm curious, though, as to whether or not this decision was based a little bit on the lawsuit that Scarlett Johansson brought against Disney because, um, you know, it's going to cost them a lot of money in in the long run. And so they're probably sending these to the theaters as a result. I'm I'm betting a lot of it has to do, though, they could absorb any lawsuit that anyone threw at them. I mean, that's how big they are. So um, I think this test that they described it at, which got some blowback with uh, Shang-Chi, um, proves that you can do it. People will go to the theaters, and we're going in that direction. So... Uh, but you know what? I still haven't seen a, a a conclusive breakdown, Preston, on the streaming deal and day of release as opposed to a movie that is solely a theater release first. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what it's based on. Yeah. I don't know the... I have no idea the details of that either. All right. And we should... Um, yeah. We'll go to the clips. Clips. In order to avoid past relationship experiences, two millennials create a friends with benefits contract after an electric one-night stand in dating in New York. Uh, In this clip, Francesca Real uh, draws a connection between her character and real life. Here we go. What I dig most... 
Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Huh? Wendy was a girl who had just kind of gone through a breakup and she was having a lot of feelings. And I, I had also just gotten out of a relationship from being in New York. And I was like, oh, I've, I've gone through this. I, I understand this, this place so well. And what an interesting kind of oddly cathartic experience that would be to be able to portray that. Can you dig it? Dating in New York is in theaters now. Next clip. An an overconfident head of household female struggles to regain a higher status for her and her family of Mm. oddballs in the Harper house. In this clip, Jason Lee talks about voicing the patriarch of the family. What I dig most about the show is that these people are just who they are. Yes, there's commentary there, but it's never forced. But you love him. It's endearing. His best friend is his wife. He doesn't care that what people might think about him being a stay-at-home dad. What's so cool about the people that I think we all admire are people that are just who they are. Uh, The Harper House is out on Paramount Plus this Thursday. By the way, it's an animated show. And there you go. Entertainment report for today. All from the weekend, ready for our work week in front of us. You know what I failed to mention earlier is our new Word of the Week prize. Yeah. We have a six-pack. Count them. Six tickets in the pit. What? As Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presents MMRBQ 2021. So, yes, the MMRBQ. You can end up in the pit with five of your friends. Saturday, September 25th, gang. That's just a couple weeks away. Unbelievable. Yeah. We're here. Uh, so BB&T Pavilion, Jane's Addiction, Offspring, Cheap Trick, Dirty Honey, Dorothy, Mammoth Wolf Gang Van Halen, Aaron Jones, Foxtrot, and The Get Down will all be there. Some tickets remain. So we will give away six in the pit as close as, as you can get to the stage. Pretty awesome. So letter of the day at the end of the show. Don't forget, we also start today MMR Money Clips. And we are less than an hour away from your first shot of winning $500. We alone, the President Steve Show, will have two shots at $500. And that happens every day, Monday through Friday, for the next several weeks. And we do it eight times a day. It's a whole lot of money going out the door. Let's put it in your pocket. Yes. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us for that. We'll be back shortly. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. You know, one of the great thrills in my life is trying to find a parking spot in Maniunk. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Um, how fun that can be. Uh, and it's going to get more complicated. So ABC had a, uh, a story this morning that... Uh, Adam Sandler is uh, the the new project, which is called Hustle, that he's been working on for a while now, um, is going to be filming in the Maniunk area. And for, I think it's going to be for three days, they're going to be taking up parking spots. Is it for 10 blocks? 10 blocks. Oh, my God. 10 blocks. Why do they got to do 10 blocks for the whole, come on. I don't know. Well, you know what? They might have to make it look like it's, Sometimes empty these movie scenes, they make them look like it's empty. I don't know what they... It, it has to look like ancient ten Athens. <laughs> Who knows, man? No. Is Maniunk even 10 blocks? Well, <laughs> it, it, right. let me tell you, well, so to that point, Kathy, 10 blocks in Maniunk is a lot of parking. Now, it's not only where they're shooting, it's also the trucks, the generators, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. 
So it's, uh, you know. <sighs> Are they paying the residents for this? Because they really should be compensated for. Well, they're going to they're gonna have shuttles, believe it or not. So here's the deal. They're going to shut down roughly 10 blocks around Manayunqua sections of heavily traveled tra- trafficked uh, Green Lane. Yeah. Uh, They're just shutting down Green Lane? Yeah. From Wednesday. (laughs) Come on. uh, This Wednesday through Friday. Oh, the poor residents. Well, Green Lane is also one of the main conduits to get for many of the people in Manion to get up onto the school. To get to the school. Uh, So, so, um, but listen. Uh, there are a lot of people who are uh, upset, and there are also a lot of people who are happy because that's an influx yeah. of business too. Well, not only that, it's just exciting. There, it is. They're going to be filming yeah. in your neighborhoods. So. I don't, I don't care. You know, when it comes down to it, and the stuff is set up, people are going to be excited. So when we drive down, uh, I drive down Belmont uh, to leave here every day and, and to come up, um, and then I cross and then get on this Google to go home. Uh, will that be affected at all? Like that bridge, the, the Green Lane Bridge. I assume that it will well, no, probably be closed in one direction, right? I don't think so, Nick. Okay, all right. Because no, you'll probably still be able to access Main Street. I see. So I'm wondering if people are going to park on this side of the school expressway, like near where the Wawa is, and then walk over well, um, to watch, just to, just to see. Oh, just to go see? Yeah. Maybe. Well, so if you look, look at this map, I think this is further up uh, towards Ridge than it is down by us. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Uh, no, no, no. Here's the Main Street. Right. There's Main Street right here. Oh, that's me. Wait, where? Oh. Yeah, along the river. Oh, God. Remember when we put you in a helicopter and you thought you were in Germany? You were like, where? (laughs) Yes. I'm over Berlin right now. Well, Um, but I bet you right where we get on the Schuylkill then, if it's right there, is. That's It'll what be I'm a saying, mess. It's going to affect that. Too. So they're going to yeah. they're, they're going to have a lot at uh, 3720 Main Street. I'm not sure exactly where that is uh, on Main Street in Maniac, and they're going to have a shuttle hmm. that is going to run uh, people to you know their houses and whatnot. So hang on a second. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Sharon, who's got a little bit of info on this. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. Hi, guys. You guys rock. Uh, thank you, Sharon. What's going on? Um. So as a former filmmaker, they have to do this because the extras get paid and they can't have anybody at any point in time walking through the set. Okay, so they they want... Wait. So everyone on that set is being... It's not like you couldn't just walk by a a camera and end up in the movie. Right. No, you cannot unless you are a paid extra because they know who is there and they have the script supervisor. All right. They have a list of all the cast. So let me ask you this then, Sharon. You're talking about 10 blocks of a neighborhood, okay? So is it like a shelter in place? Nobody comes outside (laughs) for a certain amount of time and they've got all 10 blocks to do with what they want? No. So the police have to give a permit and so does the fire department. They're allowed to leave their house. As long as they are away, a certain radius away from the filming, and they have to go the other direction. And so here's the deal, and I think that's all well and good, but I really do feel like these people need to be compensated a lot of for, times for their time and for their time i don't want to call it suffering but like uh inconvenience, well, inconvenience. a lot of times they do I, I think if you're shooting on a block and and uh so for that block they're not going to be shooting at all on all 10 blocks at the same time right so so when they're shooting in front of a certain chunk of homes my guess is there will be some sort of financial uh, sharon does that sound feasible that if you're if you're Im- impacting someone's home and you're in front of them um, that they'll probably offer some sort of payment or per diem to those people. That's correct. And it's also the same if they're going to use the front of their house, which they right. will. So they'll be compensated for that as well. But usually there are scouts that find locations and they have to get permission from the people around. So I'm assuming 
these 10 blocks know it's happening and are either being compensated or they agreed and signed the form. Okay. They're allowed right. to leave. They're allowed to leave as well and be put up in a hotel. At least that's how it was with when I was on board. Okay. Uh, by the way, 3720 Main Street is the movie theater. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's a whole bunch of parking. All right, Sharon, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, but it's also Marissa. all the way down, Steve. Like, it's also it's opposite all the way of where down. Disclosure it's, is. It's right up by the uh, the bus station. Right. Yeah, my neighborhood has become a movie set a lot over the past few years. Um, we're serving... A lot of porn. Yeah, right? <laughs> Steve, no, that's just in my apartment. <laughs> the, no. Um, no, that 21 Bridges with... Um, yes. Uh, was shot right near my house. Yeah. And the streets were on lockdown. Like, you... Like, with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, when they were filming those things, like, I couldn't walk home. Like, I had to show people my license so that I could walk in into on Market Street okay. to get home. And also with Servant, so Servant is filming um, on Delancey Street, which, you know, that's like six blocks from Market, but the um, food and everything like that, the catering was on Market Street. So that's it, how much area that they take up. It extends out. And people out. are going around, and there's signs for about eight blocks pointing people towards catering and towards set and things like that. So okay. they definitely take up a lot of space. Yeah. How much do you think the writers of this movie were scrambling to include a flood scene? Uh, <laughs> by the way, so it, they better not pretend this is another city. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's better be Philadelphia, better be Mania. Yeah, like <laughs> like so many times they've they've filmed elsewhere and claimed that it's Philadelphia, and I yeah. hate that that they didn't Shazam. film here. So yeah, just well, a, no, they no, they, they shot a couple, but they, mo- they did a couple days here. Most yeah. of the other stuff was shot up like in Canada. Yeah, yeah, you're like, right. Like, come on, yeah. You know that uh, Robert Duvall's in this movie? No, oh, I love yeah, him. I know, I know. Too. Yeah, he's great. I love him as well, Kath. He's and playing Pierre Robert. He, no, uh, I don't know what he's, he's playing. He's got great range. <laughs> and then um, LeBron James is the executive producer, right? Yes, yes. Great it, day it, in the morning, <laughs> Robert Duvall. Hey, uh, great day in the morning. Uh, who else? <laughs> smells like victory. Is in this Queen Latifah, Latifah Ben Foster. We Ooh, like. Oh, maybe him. we can get her on again. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, she'll somebody be, will wake yeah. her up. <laughs> what? No, I said maybe she'd be awake. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Andrew. Andrew, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what are they going to do? I'm a contractor in the Roxburgh, Manionk area. Okay. And what are they going to do if some of these people have emergencies? No emergencies like uh, heating, plumbing, basement might be flooding. How are we going to get through to help these I'm people? Sure i got to believe that out. they'll demolish the house. Yeah, they'll, they'll just burn the house down and uh, pay for a new one. I would imagine they'll let you Sure. Andrew, it's but... not like they'll turn an yeah. ambulance away. Could you... yeah. I'm sorry well, we're we filming. <laughs> Mr. Sanders so. not ready. Yeah. All right, thanks, Andrew. Can just clutch your chest tightly and let it subside. Uh, Why didn't we figured this ahead of time. Jesus. I will go to Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Catherine? Well, yeah, to you all. Listen, I... <laughs> I live in Delco. I live right in the neighborhood where they shot Mayor of Eastbound. Okay. It was an absolute mess, but I got to tell you, everyone in the neighborhood got compensated. Oh. The yeah, they did. Everyone did. They hey, Catherine, g- yeah. do, can you, or do you care to reveal how much you got? Oh, I didn't get any. I just know that the people. Oh, the, all right. Okay. The people on the street that was blocked off most of the time at the house. That was in the movie. The show was the house that was in my neighborhood. You know, it's it's, okay. it's funny if you see like there's you'll see production stills from a movie set, and you'll see what Thanks, seems Kevin. to be a regular street, and then they'll, they'll they'll cut down one angle, and there'll be thousands of people on the other side of police barriers, yeah. just watching. The most amazing, I thought, um, of recent times. Con, you know, uh, taking over an area was what Quentin Tarantino did for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Basically, like 
we furbished blocks and blocks of, you know, in Hollywood of yeah. streets to look like they did in the 70s. And that had to be a massive imposition. Hey, by the way, is, uh, so we're looking at, uh, Adam is in this movie, yes, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a star. I just yeah. wanted to make sure because he's, uh, he, he looks a little disheveled uh, in the pictures that I've seen. He, he looked like he might be. You know, uh, sometimes when somebody, uh, a star is being a director, oh, they kind of grow their face yes, out a little bit. Yes. And they, and they kind of, you know. Well, he's playing Alan Iverson. Okay. No, he's playing a scout who got washed up and then he's looking for new talent. Ah, okay. All right. And uh, somebody texted in that said that they're working on the film and that it is definitely set in Philadelphia. Yeah, Marissa was saying there's some Sixers that are in the movie, so it's you, definitely going to be here. There was obviously prior to COVID, there, there, there was there's a ton of stuff. And we have, we, we've talked to all our friends in the film bureau. Preston, you, you're, you're part of that for a while. Uh, about the amount of movies and things that are being produced in the area. And I, and I hope it's going to get back to being as robust as it was before because it is fun. It is cool when this stuff is happening around the Almost area. Almost definitely. I so want to get Adam on the I know. show. Mm. But they usually, when they're working on a project in the town, it's not the time that they do interviews or anything like that. I they, think he'll probably demand to come on our show. You think uh, so? I think that's probably been i mean we worked together years ago at pips uh open mic night and i uh, i introduced him i'm sure he remembers that from he's decades got ago. to right he's been going to that savona restaurant uh in in west conchi quite a bit maybe if we get him a gift certificate to savona yes. Ooh, okay. you know so, so, or maybe, so what about this Preston and steve yeah maybe we each take a night and we go to savona just uh-huh. for dinner okay. and hang out yeah! what would you do <laughs> what would you do if you saw him i wouldn't freeze, do anything freeze I wouldn't do anything. You would, you would want to be respectful, so I would uh, I would wet myself. Although I think mm-hmm. apparently, um, who told us this? Somebody was at a pool with him uh, at a hotel and said like he was very nice. He's and the nicest. Whoever it was was like staring at him and wanted to go over and then kind of just like passed in in a passing, like walked by and said hi and whatever, and said it was very you know cordial, very nice to them. Sure. You remember the the milkshake. Store the, the the place he'd gone to the restaurant and they, they the the girl didn't recognize him because oh, mask on it was an uh-huh. IHOP, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. and he was not he, he didn't throw a star routine or anything like that. Uh, uh-huh. Remember, um, Calendar Girl Alicia? She yes. just had a baby. Yeah. She was when they were here earlier. She was um uh, on set as one of the nurses. Okay. And, and she she said she, well she gave me contacts for him we contacted them somebody on their set listens to our show I guess who who is local maybe it was the DP or something like that it's gotta be it is local and time for your hernia check Mr Sandler <laughs> <laughs> but set you know like she she connected me with them and they said look we'll we'll work on it not while he's here but we'll work to get him on the show so yeah. we'll see come on man come on come Adam. on man I just want to say hi and. Uh, let you speak to the heartbeat of Philadelphia here That's at WMMR. All. That's it. How long is he going to be here? How long is he going to be in town? Do we know? Mm, uh, okay. I, I assume this, uh, Preston pointed out this film has been in production for quite a while in the area. The only reason we talked I... to somebody who was a driver for him who drove him to a house they had secured for him. It's probably where he still is. The mm. only reason I ask is because. In one and a half months, the Camp Out for Hunger is going to be here. Correct. Maybe oh, that man. would that be awesome? Is how we get he's a Robert very Duvall. On our show. Oh wait, Robert Duvall and Adam Sandler, yes. mm-hmm. and Love we have we, a huge panel. We dream every year, right? And then the Pope. Uh, they're going to start bringing in the production trucks today into Maniunk, uh, and then they're going to begin filming on Thursday. So. They're going to shut it down on Wednesday, and then the okay. filming starts on Thursday. So that's kind of the plan. I wonder if they're going to hit a Pizza John, Preston. Down P- on oh, Pizza John? Why mm. not, dude? 
Uh, I'm going to go to Beth, who worked on this, uh, I believe it's this film. Hi, Beth. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. No, <laughs> no okay. such thing. Hey, so did you work on this particular film? Yes. Okay. I have worked on Hustle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be working on the Maniunk shoot. I just wanted to, one of you guys had said, like, I wonder if they keep it Philly or if they're just going to, like, film here and call it something else. But right. I can confirm um, without giving specifics, that Philadelphia is absolutely, like, they are definitely in Philly. Awesome. Yay. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Beth, did you work yeah. closely with Adam? Um, so, like, there's, like, a rule on set as a background actor that you don't, um, that you don't really talk to the celebrities unless sure. they talk to you, and because they're at work, just yeah. like you guys. So. Yep, exactly. Um, so I'm always respectful when I'm there. I did have interactions with Adam. I think, like, I went into this, like, I'm so scared that one of my icons is going to be ruined because sometimes you meet a celebrity and it's like a very distasteful experience. No, yeah. Um, But Adam is exactly how you would anticipate him to be. He is super humble. He's he's gracious. He's hilarious. Um, He plays music in between sets, which or uh, cuts, which is usually a very quiet time. Um, but he plays music on his like little Bose speaker and like keeps everybody happy and, cool. and going. Nice. Uh, he's just a really good dude. I love to hear that. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So, uh, are you? Are, do you have any plans? Do you know how? Let me ask you. Do they give you indica- any indication when this movie would begin? Would end up wrapping up here in Philadelphia? I'm, I'm not sure they did, but if they did, tell us. No, they don't tell us exactly. Um, I know that I'm shooting again. Uh, Thursday and Friday, but it is not in Maniong, so that, I don't think they'll be there for very long in Maniong. Will you be with Mr. Bob Duval? I don't know. We don't. I don't know who's on the set um, before we get there. Mm. It's kind of a surprise every time. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll yeah, have fun with it. I don't think it. they'll be in Maniong very long, but I can say they'll. I've worked on the servant set as well, uh-huh. and I know the whole the whole street gets paid, and people are really well taken care of for, and. Like, Adam's the producer, and, like, he's a big part of the back of this show. So he's super, super gracious. And when I say that, I really don't see him putting uh, people out for very long or without, like, being taken care of. Yeah, I think they're just, it's just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I guess they're filming Thursday and Friday, and that's it. So in Maniunk, anyway. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's that kind of dude. He's going to make sure everybody's taken care of. It's good to hear that. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Beth. Have fun with it, okay? All right, have a good day. Guys. And and listen, if you end up when the movie comes out and you end up having a uh even you're a, a background actor if you're if you're featured, let us know cuz we want to see who you are, okay? All right, cool. All right, we'll so see you. Have a great day. All right, you too. By the way, when when uh, Steve and I went to Los Angeles to shoot our scenes for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and somebody by the way over the weekend was telling me they just saw that episode. Again, yeah. Um the we were there for one day of shooting. Yep. You would not believe the production of just that, just a handful of hours mm-hmm. of the of how much planning goes into that. I can't believe, how, yeah. The 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 sheet of information that we were given about all that was going on that day was extensive, and every single base was covered, all the way down from what time to arrive, where to park, who, when we're going to eat, who all is there, where your place is to go. Um, what you should do and what times where each person is going to be at specific times. And then they had behind-the-scenes crew that were taking pictures and video of what they were doing behind the scenes. And there was just a a mass of people that were there for this one little scene that we were shooting. Actually, there was two or three scenes um, that we were shooting. 
But there's a lot of work within that industry that goes on behind the scenes that you have no idea that's happening. It's all the organizational things. Right. And it's backups and all this and stuff that's, for, that's involved. Preston, it's always sunny. Yeah. Imagine what it was like surrounding Endgame. Right. You know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the director of this movie that Sandler's doing uh, is called uh, Jeremiah Zagar, or Zagar, um, and he's from South Philly. He used to work at a TLA store in South Philadelphia, what? and uh, it's his first um, directorial debut for a major feature. Awesome. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. This is a Netflix film, isn't it? It is a Netflix yeah. film. Yeah, so I'm wondering. Let's if, get him on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody must be listening to the show right now that knows no. Jeremiah. Look at Jeremiah! And he's from South Philly, so we can, you know, maybe point us in the right direction to get to him. Well, even I'd like to talk to him. He's a local guy that's mm-hmm. directing an A-list uh, performer in our city. He's got to be delighted that he's going to be featuring. What's he doing? That he's going to be featuring Philadelphia yeah. in this movie. So I'd like to talk to Jeremiah Zagar. Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, you know, I know they shoot early, but whatever. I think, you know what? We talked to Zack Snyder yeah. from the set of Army of the Dead. I wonder if Zack knows uh, Adam. Who do we know that knows Adam? I mean, Kreischer, kind of. <laughs> no, let's not go no, there. No, that could be that could be a problem. Here, Marissa was mouthing something. Judd Apatow. Judd yeah. Apatow. Yeah, but I don't yeah. have. We don't have a direct line to Judd Apatow. No, we have Twitter. Mm-hmm. He follows. Well, he follows us on Twitter. Listen, I have some Twitter? connections. We got I have Twitter. I have a Twitter account, and I'm active on it. <laughs> we never get on this. We have a direct we- line to Adam McKay, who probably has a direct line to. John Twitter. Apatow. Uh-huh. Twitter. Let's not forget that John Blair has promised us an interview. With who? With Adam Sandler. With Adam Sandler. What? He yeah. rented him his house he where he's him? living. Yeah. 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 Oh, he rented him his house here? Yeah. You know, we got out of that deal? An interview with John Blair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Apatow follows us on Twitter, and we follow him on Twitter, so yeah. maybe that's a way to get to him. And Judd Apatow has and does still donate to the Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. Which is awesome. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You just know You uh-huh. just know that's right. That's right, Adam. <laughs> Look at how loyal Adam Sandler has been to the people around him and and all of that stuff. And yeah. Casey, you know Hubie Halloween. Yes. God, I love that movie. It's coming up. Hey. We're going to watch it. Yes, we are. Yeah. Hi. What? Hi. I don't know. Hi. I know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Did I make Hi. Hi. made out of cheese. Almost. Not quite. All right. <laughs> Enough to make me think of Harry Carey. Oh. Harry Carey impression. <laughs> Who was up recently doing the Harry Carey impression? Uh, oh, I forget. Uh, who the hell was it? It was somebody from Chicago. Oh, it was, uh, God. Oh, on uh, our show? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's no, the question. I know. It was Ken Adam. Right. Was it? Okay. Was it a comedian we had on? It must have been, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Right, anyway. <laughs> We're going to Chicago. Yeah. In a uh, little over a month. So that the- should help. The Hall of Fame. Tell Adam Sandler we're getting into the Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll do it. Maybe yeah, that's the yeah, trick I, I, right there. I, I don't care. Yeah, Michelle <laughs> Carmen was in a movie with Adam Sandler. <gasps> yeah, right. right. Yes. She was Moon Balloons. Oh, I'm sure she has a I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. She was Moon Balloons. You're right. Maybe we could and use didn't her. We, we mentioned her to Kevin James, and he like knew who we were talking about, yes. right? How could you not? How could you not? <laughs> Would you? I don't care. <laughs> If if Michelle Carmen was in the the Mecca scene in the Ten Commandments, as Charlton Heston would remember. You remember. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember her well. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the production in Maniung, in case you're just tuning in uh, for uh, the latest movie that uh, Adam Sandler's been filming in our area. Uh, is going to be, it's called Hustle, by the way, is going to be, they're, they're moving in today, and they're shutting down 10 blocks on Green Lane. 
It might not be Green Lane alone, but the majority of that is going to be taken up. And so parking is going to be a shambles for about three days. But they're going to take care of everybody, and they're going to have shuttles and all that stuff. And it's a little, uh, you know, it's a little Hollywood and again, uh, excitement in our area. He's known as a good, as a worldly yeah. good guy a who is going to take care of the people around him. Yep. So Godfrey was doing the uh, Godfrey. Uh, that's it. Yes. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. He's, he's a Chicago guy. Yeah. All right. Why don't we take a break and come back in a moment? We so day number one. Of uh, MMR's money clips, and we yeah. want to try to stay on time. So eight o'clock, as close to it as we can get, uh, will be your first clip and also keyword to win five hundred dollars. And this sets off the avalanche of money that we have to give away uh, because it happens like eight times a day, Monday through Friday. We alone have two shots for you to win. In fact, each day part has uh, two shots for you to win. Um, and the details are WMMR.com, but if you don't know how to enter, it's all right because at eight, when we announce uh, the keyword, we will tell you how you can enter it and possibly win some money. So let's do that. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The bizarre file stories await you when we return. So stay put. MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clip seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I'm going to call an audible here because okay. we got we have a little less than two minutes uh, before we play our first money clip for this run on our cash giveaways here. Um, and I want to make sure we get it in on time. I agree wholeheartedly. So we got to, we got some time to talk about a couple of other things real quick. I do want to remind you that we do have a, a new big friggin' deal, which those are always cool to keep an eye out for. Uh, and this one's right in my backyard. Uh, so we have up for this week two general admission tickets to the Skipback 2021 Fall Wine Fest uh, for just $25. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what's in Skipback? Well, Floral. yes, of course. Coral and Hardy. Wait. Coral and Hardy? Yeah. 
what the fall wine um, fall wine fest is that what you said? Yeah, Saturday, October 9th, uh, in Skipac, and there are samples of wine from uh, featured Pennsylvania area wine vendors, yep. delicious food, samples, live music, plenty of shopping options. They do it every year, uh, and they actually did one in the spring this year. I don't know if that's uh, an annual, but I know that the one in the fall is. And but the one in the spring I went to it was great. Nice. You get hammered and work with succulents. Yeah. So you have a big freaking deal, and uh, you get two of the general admission tickets for just twenty five dollars. So it's usually that's what the big freaking deal is. Usually a half price option for you. Incredible deals. Yes. And another thing to remind you of is our camp out for hunger. You said that earlier this morning, Casey. Uh, new date this year. Things have shifted around a little bit, and we are going to be going. Um, Several weeks earlier, it's going to be November 1st to the 5th, so we're just giving you a heads up. We're going to try this out, see how this works this year. Some scheduling conflicts uh, led us to choose these particular dates, and we'll see. You never know. It could be even better. Who knows? We've never tried it at the very beginning of November. It's the day after uh, Halloween, but we'll be at Xfinity Live right there in the Wells Fargo Center complex where we usually are, and we'd like you to be a part of it. Uh, details at WMMR.com. I'll tell you what, we've never been let down. People are so awesomely generous, and, and this is something that we had to do, and the shift uh, won't matter. It'll still be the same thing that you uh, enjoy, and uh, your generosity, I'm sure, will be well represented. All right, it's 8 o'clock. Ah! 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR Money Clip. <laughs> now, here's your money clip keyword. And that word is news, N-E-W-S. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways for you to enter news. Uh, you can do it at the special contest short code and just text uh, the word news to 45911. That's 45911. Or if you're interested in winning $10,000, which is the grand prize, I'd enter it through the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And you've got 15 minutes, so if you're somewhere where you can't, you know, if you're in the car or whatever, you can pull over and you can dig up the app or, or WMMR.com and enter it that way and possibly win. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person's going to get a call from Beasley, our company, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So again, the word is news and good luck to you. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Alright, it's brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. We're going to start with this story. Sure, you guys saw the video of it, but I got to put it here in the bizarre file. A Florida cat (laughs) has put some Miami football fans' gym class parachute skills to the test when it fell from the upper decks of a stadium this weekend and was saved by an American flag. Craig Cromer and his wife, Kimberly, were at the Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday for the first game of the season between the University of Miami Hurricanes and Appalachian State. During the game, a cat... Uh, was spotted dangling from the upper deck. I mean, way up there. Mr. Cromer, uh, facilities manager, by the way, at the University of Miami and a season ticket holder, was one of those who witnessed the commotion. Uh, He said that his wife brings an American flag to the game with them and realized that the cat would surely lose its grip. He rushed to stretch the stars and stripes out below it. The rescue team skittered around to best position themselves to catch the cat 
as the scene caught more and more people's attention. He said it seemed like forever that the cat yeah, was yeah, hanging there. It does. And eventually the cat is like hanging by literally by <laughs> one claw. Yeah. Just barely hanging on. The video footage of the scene, the crowd collectively gasps as the cat drops, but has his fall broken by the American flag, and then he tumbles out of the cloth and into the arms of a group of students below. The guy holds the cat up, and the crowd goes crazy. Oh, it's great. The Hurricanes went on to win 25-23 against Appalachian State after the game. Coach Manny Diaz was asked about the cat. Frustrated with his team's performance, he made the feline a lucrative offer. He said, I don't know anything about that or what was going on, but I'll tell you what, if that cat can help our red zone offense, I'll see if we can get him a scholarship. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. It was cool. A man who stabbed a woman in the buttock with a syringe that was later discovered to be filled with semen was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Judge Stacey McCormick uh, sentenced Thomas Steeman uh, to 25 years in prison. He injects semen and his name is Steeman? That's correct. Steeman Seaman. There you go. Got some Steeman Seaman for you. Oh, yeah, baby. Fresh. Freshly squeezed. Uh, Steeman, whose address is in Ohio, entered an Alford plea deal. You can either enter an Alford or a Batman no, deal. No, Alford. Oh, Alford sorry. plea deal to first and second degree assault, meaning that Steeman maintains that he is innocent but acknowledges that the state has evidence that would likely convict him if his case went to trial. Steeman was caught on video pulling something out of his pocket and bumping into a woman as she returned to a shopping cart uh, in front of a grocery store. The woman jumps, reacting as if pricked. <sighs> And Steeman returns the item to his pocket, and she asked him if he burned her with a cigarette, and he replied, yeah, felt like a bee sting, didn't it? Oh, uh, it's lunatic. <laughs> prosecutors detailed how Steeman attempted to attack two other women in the grocery store parking lot before he injected an unknown substance into the woman returning her cart. One of the intended victims was a 17-year-old girl who Steeman told to walk ahead of him to enter the grocery store. She later felt something wet hit the back of her leg Jesus. and caused her to look down. So just a quick question. Was he actually in putting the needle in or just squirting out of the hypodermic? He, he, he injected it Jesus into Christ. one of the women. The women... Uh, the woman then wiped the... Now, this one gal wiped the substance off her leg. Steeman was ordered to stay away from the grocery store as part of his sentence. The woman who was pricked told police that she went home and noticed a small red spot that appeared to be a puncture wound on her buttocks and that she felt a wet substance on her pants after she felt the syringe prick. How disgusting! Uh, it, the spot turned into a large red area for about four inches in diameter. She was prescribed a preventative medication cocktail for 30 days before police discovered the syringe was filled with semen. So, semen, semen. Yeah, this dude's going to jail for 10 years yes! for doing that. Wow. Railway officials in the U.K. are cautioning against the latest moronic TikTok phenomenon in which uh, bozos take selfies, dance, and even place their toddlers on railroad tracks. What's I mean, that? as a train is coming, too. Uh, photos and pics of the alarming railway shoot stunt have over a million views across multiple social media platforms. Recent examples of the fad include two teenagers recklessly dancing on the tracks for a TikTok video before fleeing an oncoming train. And the most shocking stunt, a pair of irresponsible parents even placed their toddler on the rails for a photo. Uh, this has contributed to the rise in people illegally trespassing railroad crossings in Wales. 
with 433 serious incidents reported since the advent of the pandemic. So that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, it keeps getting dumber and dumber and more dangerous. And yet there are takers all the time. Speaking of messed up, a Maryland judge killed himself on Friday morning just as the feds showed up at his home to arrest him in a child sex abuse case. Caroline County Circuit Judge Jonathan Newell, 50 years old, had been on leave of absence since July after becoming ensnared in an investigation over allegations that he had hidden a camera that captured naked images of boys in his bathroom. When FBI agents showed up at his door on Friday morning to arrest him on federal criminal complaint, they found him suffering from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. The state police will lead an investigation into the apparent suicide. So according to a copy of the criminal complaint, police investigators in July had responded to a call about a minor who found a video camera in the bathroom of Newell's cabin in Fishing Creek, Maryland. Investigators interviewed two boys, both minors, who said that they had spent the night with Newell on July 22nd when they allegedly discovered a hidden camera. One of the boys told investigators that after undressing in the bathroom, he found a camera that was on the facing uh, that was facing the shower inside a small black crate on a shelf in the corner of the bathroom. After telling the other boy about the camera uh, that he discovered, the two boys went on Newell's boat and both told their parents about the camera in the bathroom. The parents subsequently contacted law enforcement. When they com- when confronted by law enforcement, Newell denied placing a camera in the bathroom or noticing the presence of the camera, saying, like I said, there were six other people there. While being interviewed by investigators, Newell allegedly chewed and swallowed a camera memory card oh my after God. asking to charge his phone and then appearing to reach under his bed and take an object in his fist that he then put in his mouth. What's that in your mouth? A, a CAT scan later showed that he had ingested a foreign, possibly metallic object, according to the complaint. Now, they executed a search warrant of his cabinet and home. They discovered a hard drive containing multiple videos of young men showering. Oh, Newell is also captured on some of the footage arranging the camera. So he did it without yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up taking his own life. All right, and then finally, one last story. Uh, the August 29th subway power outage in New York City that stranded hundreds of people underground was a result of human error the governor's office said on friday someone apparently pressed a power switch that should have had a protective cover on it but didn't like this is the to shut everything down button just a button sitting there uh, what does this button do? That and the cascading series of failures that followed uh, took out the MTA's numbered subway lines. <laughs> was the subway starting and stopping and starting? <laughs> as well as the L train and led to a large-scale rescue in the Bronx. Oh, the my God. state immediately identified a system failure that contributed to the problem. But the new report, pre- prepared by two outside engineering firms, make clear it started with human error and spiraled from there. A manually activated power-off switch on one of the building's power distribution units was the culprit. And the emergency push button might have been accidentally pressed since a plastic guard that would prevent <laughs> accidental activation was missing. Did you think it. a little piece of masking tape with don't touch yeah. might have been appropriate? Yeah, maybe that, but <laughs> they, the, the piece was broken. Yeah. And I'm going to push it. There you go. So, all right, that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, you have about five minutes left to get the word over. The very first one for MMR's Money Clips, news is the word, N-E-W-S. So you need to text that to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, and why wouldn't you enter the word news via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. you got just a few minutes left. Good luck to you, my friend. If you don't get it this time, we do it again at 10 a.m. And then on and on throughout the rest of the day. Don't miss your opportunity because it'll happen at noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 as well. We'll be back in a moment. 
the Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. I'm Craig, the owner of Relax Float Spa in Doylestown. Our website is relaxfloat.com. A float session is medically proven to reduce stress, and in these times, we can all use a bit of stress relief. We custom build our pools so they are large, open, and unintimidating compared to things you might have seen on TV or in the media. We sincerely appreciate this opportunity, and we hope to see you all soon. Next message. Hey, this is Danielle with Haynes Auto Repair in Newfield, New Jersey. We're a family-owned business ready to serve your vehicles. Check us out and like our Facebook page at Haynes Auto Repair or give us a call at 856-498-0942. And if you come in and mention Preston and Steve, you'll receive a 10% discount. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonandSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Coming up a little bit later on, we're going to have uh, professional dancer Derek Hoff on the show. And uh, he's judge on Dancing with the Stars, season 30. And he's got his own Vegas show, which is pretty wild, that all is, on his own. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so we'll talk to him. He's a nice guy. We've talked to him uh, before over the years. Uh, I want to double back to a bizarre file story that I had uh, just a little while ago about um, a button that was pushed. <laughs> At the Mass Transit Authority yeah. in New York City, having back in August, and apparently it's one single solitary button that you can push that pretty much shuts down the subway system for the most part. Right. And it was supposed to have a protective thing. A cover over cover it. Cover over it. And apparently that came off at some point, and nobody thought to put it back on. Like, why would you have a reinforced cap for that? And somebody accidentally pushed it, and it shut down the subway system, and there was all kinds of trouble with it, as you can imagine. It was yeah. very, it was out of control. Yeah. Um, and it, a couple of things here. Do you remember we did this a while back? Yes. There was a button you you weren't sure Kathy always wanted to. Oh, I was yeah. curious as what, what it did. It was in the hallway. It was in the hallway. Oh, and it made yeah. like a like a. Yeah, sounds this... when you hit it, but other than that, we never found out what <laughs> no, that no did. Uh, then make that beep noise. We but... always had the impression that, like over at B one hundred and one, the entire board was shutting yeah. down when you pushed. <laughs> you were always just curious what that was, and it reminds me also of. Uh, do you remember Joe versus the volcano? <laughs> yes. In the beginning, he works his mundane job that he hates, and there's a uh, there's a valve. And it says, do not touch on it. And he quits his job. And he's like, you know what? And he goes over there and starts turning the valve and nothing happens. He's like, I've worked here for eight years and I've always wondered what would happen if I did that. Right. Well, it's like, um, you know, anytime somebody tells you, don't touch that. Like, you're like, well, I know. I kind of want to know. Now I want to do it. I was at um, uh, Wings Field in uh, one of the small, like, Cessnas or whatever it was. And, like, you know, the guy was showing us around. And, uh, you know, he says to me and Jace, jokingly, don't ever touch this or don't ever pull this if if you're in the air. And I'm thinking, well, well, I kind of want to pull it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really, but yeah. like, so the so the entire you know the entire time you're looking at it, like, well, what happens if I pull it? What right, happens if right, I pull it? Right. I know it's just don't temp- touch it, don't go near it. It tempts you. It's I think it's an innate quality in a lot of people to just. Hmm. And I wasn't focused on that before, yeah. but but like that all works under the premise that you'd be sitting in a plane randomly tugging on switches and stuff like that. Now the other conversation to have besides I've always wondered what that does was is the conversation of. 
I did that, and yeah. oh my God, I didn't know this was going to happen. And I kind of have a little <laughs> bit of a story yes. that goes along with this. And I've told it on the air uh, throughout the years. If you've listened to the show, you may have heard this before. But I was working at a restaurant, and I was a dishwasher, and I was moving some uh, boxes that were stacked up in the corner in the very back of the restaurant. And they, they were stacked up to about eye level. And I'm pulling these boxes off, and I guess as I reached around... I my finger must have gotten caught in this handle, this latch, whatever you want to call it, and I was pulling a box and as I pulled the box away, I realized that I had pulled the fire suppression system oh, no. for the kitchen. Now, oh my god. It was it was a large button with a with a loop on it. And what you do is you would grab the loop and pull it and it would and so when you pulled it there was a cord that was attached. The button actually came out of a hole and pulled away from it. Was it was like a hand grenade, And there right? was a cord that was attached to it. And so I pulled it, and the cord came out about three or four inches, and the suppression system didn't go off. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so I'm like 17 years old, okay? Oh, my God. So what do I do? I push the cord back in there, and I <laughs> stick the, the, the button back all the way in. And I never said anything to wow, anybody. You came that close to setting it off. Yeah, but <laughs> oh no, this poor guy, man. Uh-huh. Another guy, probably my age. He was also a dishwasher, and he he hadn't been working there as long as I had, and so he was uh, Steve working on the Hobart machine. He Famous was, Hobart mixer. He was, he was yeah, but he was using it as a as a um, uh, a grater, and he was right. grating cheese, and you had to push down this handle to push this big block of cheese in there to grate it. And so as he's doing it, it's back in the corner by this thing, and he leans back and he puts his shoulder against the fire suppression oh, no. system, and it went off. Oh, what'd you do? Oh my God! <laughs> Were you there when it happened? I was there when it happened. It's, it's very cool to see it happen. It was really cool. It made the biggest mess in the world, yeah. oh, man, because it's right over the fryer sure. and everything, and just this cloud. <laughs> Oh, no. Of powder goes everywhere, and oh like God. so much so, I mean, it's like this rushing avalanche of powder running through the kitchen, and I, I didn't say a word. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> it was totally my fault. I did it. Do but, you think? Oh, I feel horrible this day. <laughs> I should have. I should have said something to the manager at the time, dude. I pulled this thing. It didn't set off. You know, you may want to have somebody take a look right. at this. But I was 17. I was scared to death. So yeah. you go to the manager and say, you should fire this guy. I don't know what <laughs> he was doing. Clearly, you not know. as reckless. I, I think he was pulling a prank. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if he I doesn't know. have respect for you and your business. <laughs> oh, man. And, dude, and, the, and even worse. Okay, so it was like an hour before the end of my shift, okay? So clearly they had to close the kitchen. <laughs> they had to close the whole restaurant. Yeah. Well, you can't. And then... It was cleanup time, and I'm like, dude, I, gotta I, go. I have to leave? Because <laughs> it would have been an all-day, hard clean. It was my fault, and I left. School of Hard Knocks, buddy, you did it, you clean it. I'm a terrible person. Oh, my God. I still feel total guilt to this day for that. Is man. the restaurant still around? No. Is the guy still around? Oh, I, no, I, I, I don't know. He went on a killing spree over the pain that he suffered I from. I have no idea. Wow. But, but, yeah, here's, here's a text that came in. It says, uh, uh, like the note in Apollo 13 that Kevin Bacon stuck on with tape. It says, do not touch. Do not touch. What's this for? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but that's it. It also comes pressed into unplugging things. 
Like if you're on uh, my 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 uh, brothers-in-law are all oh con- I have a story about that contractors too. and you'll be on site and they'll have you know like a, a power strip right and so, so I'm gonna plug this in and unplug that and they they have countless stories of what are you doing like they're in the middle of something a piece of machinery that's very dangerous and it suddenly stops or starts I got another story oh for great <laughs> yes I was working as the music director of WKBQ in St. Louis and I had my own office I had the music director's office at the music library you know, sure keep all the CDs and all that right. stuff at that time and so this was pre-internet mm-hmm. okay this is pre computers as being as ubiquitous as they are but I did have a computer I used it to uh, schedule the music for the day, right. the programming logs. It's part of my job. And so I, the the computer was on all the time, and I'm like, you know what? I should turn this thing off, you know, <laughs> because okay. it's running it all the time. Can't be good. It's on all the time. Yeah. So there was a box on the floor next to my uh, computer screen, my monitor, and I'm like, well, I'll just yeah, I'll just turn it off. This has to be it. Yeah. Okay. What'd you do? What I didn't know, it was the server for the entire sales department. That's awesome. That's great. I turn it off, <laughs> thinking I'm doing a good thing, saving some power. Yeah. People had unsaved projects oh and sales God. pitches, and <gasps> oh yeah, Kathy, gone, <laughs> gone. And I I was like. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> so you, my hands up in the air. They came in. Our engineers freaking out. I'm like, I didn't know. I thought that was just for my computer. I turned it off. In your oh defense, why would yeah. a switch that could do that yeah, be, in my be sitting in your office? I don't know. Um, I was periodically throughout the day uh, taking Ben FM off the air and didn't know it. Oh, what? Yeah, what yeah, I fixed it and they went back on the air. This is a long time ago. Never told anybody because uh, I fixed it. Uh, but also, there's someone here who completely erased, like, operating systems on a bunch of computers. <gasps> and, like, I'm not saying who it was because that person's great. But, um, yeah, just, and it was like, it, it, it took a little while, like, you know, a week or so, whatever, to, but IT had to come in and, like, put it all back on and it, <sighs> it didn't go back on the way it was and so now it's like a different system and there's a different uh procedure and in, in when you ha- the way you have to do things yeah it was like a, a pretty we, big deal anytime you're networked it's part of the deal well we had we had um there were a whole bunch of uh, drops and sound effects that just went missing off my my pages here and you know it was just new people getting up to speed with the stuff but they're logging on to our yeah. collection of things and it just goes bye-bye. But th- that time, Preston, when you're dealing with the business end of a radio station and you're oh, yeah. getting rid of all that, so mm-hmm. any no any punishment? No, no, yeah. because they, they, I guess they understood no I was dumb and yep. and uh, and didn't know my way it's around. It's okay. He's dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all right. He's an idiot. He's a local idiot. <laughs> um, hang on. Let me go to, we have some text messages and uh, some phone calls. I'm going to go to Colin. Hey, Colin, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, buddy. What's your story, man? Client discharge a firefighting foam unit over a big containment tank, and uh, it ended up costing them about fifteen thousand uh, dollars. The next day, we're done cleaning up. We get all of our equipment out of there. I'm on my way home, and I get a call that a contractor bumped the button again and discharged the entire unit. Again. Oh, dude! They reset it. Oh they clean God. it up. 
and yeah, boom. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And it was it was foam, too. So even when we got it in the truck, it was coming out the top of the truck because we had no way to suppress the foam. No. Unbelievable. So, so Colin, they ended up, uh, we're looking at $30,000 worth of cleanup? Oh, yeah. Easy. Jesus. Oh, and man. all the man hours to, you know, yeah. on their end to clean it up. It was horrible. Yeah, everybody's going to get paid to be there and clean that up. Wow. And that t- it takes hours yes, and hours to do that as well. So that all yes, costs sir. money. Wow. All right. Thanks, Colin. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Uh, here's a couple of text messages. Uh, this one says, uh, my daughter pulled the fire alarm at the Camden Aquarium. No. The entire place had to be evacuated. It was the dead of winter on the oh, Delaware. Freeze. And I just went uh, with my kids. Oh, my God. I was, so that happens a fair amount. A lot, a lot of times, or at least they used to be a little bit more reachable and enticing for mm-hmm. For kids, I, I mean, did it in high school. I did you up by accident? Yeah, and it it sounds stupid to say by accident, but it really was. I, I put my hand in the thing. <laughs> I thought it was like four steps. Turns out it was three, and so I put my hand in the thing, and then I start to pull it down. And that's all you needed to do. But uh, I thought, well, there's uh, got to be a third or fourth step involved. This, yeah. They pro- probably make this difficult. It can't be this easy. And you, I and I end up pulling the fire, and the, and the alarm starts going off. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, I did that. Why would jackass? Why would you make it easy to alarm people to a fire? <laughs> you did something similar in college too, right? With the fire extinguisher. No, no, that was uh, drunken on purpose. Okay, yeah, that was just a dumb <laughs> night with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Here's oh, man. Purpose. Here's a text from uh, intern Ben. She could have just. Uh, he says, um, when I was at uh, Temple Radio as the chief engineer, one of the students called me freaking out that the console kept turning off and on and thought it was broken. When I went in, it turns out he just kept kicking the power switch on and off with his foot. Wait a minute. <laughs> As you can imagine. You can kick the power switch with your foot? No, it may have been like a, a strip. It was probably plugged oh. into a strip. Because that's and a bad place for a power switch. And he's sitting there, you know, t- uh, clicking it on and off and not even realizing it. Oh, man. Oh, you and you feel like such a jackass. Here's another one that says, as a toddler, I pulled the fire alarm on Christmas Eve at church. <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> when it's packed. Not, yeah, not a heavy time of year. They had to evacuate the whole church, yeah. and my parents rushed me out. But here's the kicker. No one knew it was me. And I'll bet you never said anything either <laughs> till now. When it's on a scale like that. Like, you know, we don't really know what happened on the Hindenburg. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that was know. just a fire. It no, 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 must have been the uh, people against the Nazis or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because you, 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 like you, you, even you said you were so mortified. There's no way you were going to come forward and say, yeah. I did this. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Let my God. Let me turn this no. uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no way I was going to admit to that. No way. I, so you can, while it's wrong, and obviously you you know it was wrong that you didn't. I, I can't. I can certainly understand it. Like Nick, you with, with the, the fire alarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's you're you're so. Oh my God! What have I done? I remember exactly where I was in the yeah. school when it happened. It was right near an exit, and I'm saying like I was bored, and it was like towards the end of the school day, and I'm looking at this thing, and I was like. Well, this will occupy thirty seconds of my time, and I. I'm, but I'm not going to pull the fire alarm because only an idiot would do that. Here's one that says my friend's daughter pulled the fire alarm at the primate house at the Philadelphia Zoo. It was a year after the fire. Remember oh, that fire? Oh, that ki- yes, that killed some of the animals. Yes, it did. Oh, Jesus! Wow. Wow. Okay. This one says I evacuated the Independence Center, but it doesn't say why or how. 
Uh, yeah, if you cause an evacuation, <laughs> that's not good. It's, I mean, honestly, and it, it, listen, with all these things, that's why you, you can go to jail for, for pulling a fire alarm, and, and it's it's an act of... Uh, well, people can panic uh, yeah, and, and get hurt. And get killed, yes. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's not... Yeah, sure, let's open it up. Did you ever cause an evacuation? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to give us a call, 215-263-WMMR. Marissa has her hand up. I didn't realize when I was at summer camp that not only pulling the fire alarm, but the little case on top of the fire alarm in, like, a dorm... That sets off the fire alarm. Oh, so you just so take you... that case off? Yeah, so I thought if I what? just kind of like, you know how there's like a fire alarm, but there's a plastic case on top of it. Sure, yeah, and it's usually so you could, so someone so doesn't can... accidentally. Right. Pull, it's a cover, like this story from the subway. Well, wherever I was at field hockey camp, maybe it was like Gettysburg College, I thought I could just kind of like open that and like pretend to f- hit the fire alarm, but the moment I barely opened it, the fire alarm went off. Oh my God. I we didn't realize to, that. We had to evacuate the whole Did you get in door. trouble? No, I never told anybody. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever. Not even your closest friends there. No. Oh, that's great. I love it. Did you ever tell your mom and dad? No, I'm sure is this the first, Is this the first time you're speaking of it? Yes. All right, good. I'm happy to hear that. I have in my, uh, in I, I got a new car uh, this year and it has, uh, and I finally read what it was, <laughs> but I've hit the button accidentally a couple times. It's got a cover on it, and if you push it, the cover pops open, and there's a red button there that says SOS. Oh, okay. Oh. So what does it do? Does it make it? Does it make a nine one one call? If, does it... if you, yeah, if you sign up for the service, right? It's, it's like like a, an OnStar. It's like OnStar. Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty wild because it's got it's got a cover. Yes. That flips open, and it's red, and it says SOS on it, and it's like like. Even having it in the car makes me nervous. If you were a kid and you your parents went oh. in to get something from the store and you were sitting in the car yeah. and you saw a red button yeah. under a protective case that said SOS, you'd be pulling that in seconds. I love it. Yeah, I would absolutely do that. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to, yeah, let me go to uh, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Hey. <laughs> What's up, brother? Oh, man. My son lives in Fort Worth, Texas. So I went down to visit, and me, him, my grandson, and my granddaughter, we decided to go into Dallas. He says, oh, let's go to Dealey Plaza. Okay. All right. So we go to Dealey Plaza. We're walking around and looking, you know, walking around. Okay, here's where JFK was shot. There's the building. There's, you know. So we go in. They have tours in the book depository building. So we go in there, and it's crowded as hell. So we decided oh, we're not going to wait around. So there's a building right next to it that's a, that's joined by a little tunnel that goes through a gift shop, and it takes you into this lobby of a of a uh, an old office building that they turn into apartments. Real nice. So we're we're standing around. I'm looking on my phone. My son's looking on his phone. There's nobody in the lobby but us. All of a sudden, I hear this snap, and all I heard was. Oh no! Oh man! I looked up at my son, and he looked at me, and I was just like the Roadrunner, you know, where he goes, "Meet me." <laughs> I was at that door. I'm laughing my ass off. Now I don't condone this. Right, it's a very serious thing, pulling fire alarms. But here's a two here's a two year old kid. What he did was the the the, the box for the to pull the alarm. It was a handicap box, so it's lower. It was lower, yeah. So he looks at it, and I heard that snap, and I just knew what it was. And oh, then no. I went off. We ran. <laughs> you just you just completely left the whole area, left the tour, left all of it. Man, 
I shot at her like a bat out of hell. Oh, oh that's funny. Like sure, sure. I, I, I understand the reaction. And, and we were two blocks away. We were two blocks away by the time the fire trucks got there. Oh, I my said, God. I said, well, I said, dude, I said, you want to go back there? Go ahead. He's not my kid. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. But a two-year-old, they would have given you a pass. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Right, yeah, thanks, you don't Kenny. know. Yeah, it's, it's, Appreciate it, buddy. it's a serious thing. It probably was, but I wasn't sticking around the fire. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, text message. This is our winner right here. And it says, uh, I was a White House intern. <gasps> I accidentally evacuated the West Wing in no. the old executive office Come building. On. Is um, that real? I guess so. And it does it's... not. Did you ask him to call in, Nick? Yeah, it's a uh, reputable source. So we're, I think oh Marissa is actually calling right now. Yeah, she is. Online Marissa has her on the, uh, oh on the line. Oh, my God. Preston, she's on the line. Okay, hang on. Which, uh, okay, yeah, online, let me, yeah, let me go to Zoe. Hi, Zoe, good morning. Hi, Preston. Good hey, morning. Good morning. Oh, Zoe, you poor thing. Okay. <laughs> There you are. Tell us what happened. Um, so I was a White House intern. This was, I was a year before Monica, just before you asked okay. me. Okay. Okay. Monica Lewinsky, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was a student at GW, and uh, I was a White House intern, and I had a blue pass. So I was able to get into the West Wing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, basically, so I was a stupid freshman, and I was dating this guy, and all of the phone lines are basically monitored um, in the area for suspicious phone calls and activity, and my boyfriend at the time uh, called um, 411 to get the phone number for Domino's, because it was like late at night when we were had the munchies. And he was drunk, and he said to the operator after she gave him the number, because that's when you, like, talk to an actual person on 411. Yeah. He said, uh, oh, and by the way, I'm going to kill the president. No. Why would he say that? God. Right before he hung up, yeah, I was a real moron. So basically what happened is that less than 10 minutes later, the Secret Service stormed his parents' house in Livingston, New Jersey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Formed our apartment in the Statesman, which was two blocks from the White House. And you guys, you guys were living together at the time, Zoe. No, we just all everybody had. I got kicked out of the dorms, and so I had an apartment as a freshman. um, And uh, he was already living in this apartment building, was where like everybody lived after you moved out of Thurston Hall. Yeah. It was just like the main party house. Where okay. Everybody tried All right. To so, so they they come to they come there. The the they secret service. There, they yeah they broke down the door to his parents' house in Livingston, New Jersey, and um and yeah they evacuated the West Wing and the entire old executive office building where the vice president. Zoe, oh, Zoe, God. listen honestly. Even even oh. if you were just from a from a from a residential home anywhere. To finish yeah. off a call to say, and by the way, I'm going to kill a president would present a whole host of issues. What compelled yeah. this guy to say uh, it? We, we had some issues after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. So what were you, were you? That was the end of my internship. So what, not only that, were, were you charged with anything? Was he charged with anything? Just absolute, complete stupidity. All right. I thought they would go harder on that. Wow. 
Jesus. Yeah, I think they would have had they known, had they, you know, yeah. had it been somebody with, you know, this might, listen, I, I'm, we're not even friends anymore, so I can <laughs> no. say for certain that this person wasn't completely there in the first place. Okay. Wow. Zoe, do you ever, do you ever uh, run tabs like through Facebook and see what this guy's life ended up like? Oh, yeah. Actually, he was on, I saw him on television uh, about a year ago. That can't he be was good. On, he was on, like, Married at First Sight. Uh, <laughs> this dude is, oh my God, does he work for Domino's now? <laughs> oh you know, it just drilled down the fact that he hadn't changed that much. He was still pretty dumb. <laughs> still um, pretty dumb. God, so he's an incredibly successful real estate agent in Manhattan. I'm giving way too many clues. I'm sure there's a million people that know who it is. Wow. You know, he has that, that kind of uh, that wow. get-to-it attitude that phones in <laughs> death threats to the president. I would, Zoe, you're, I, you know, the moment you, when you realize something bad has happened, like the blood rushes yeah. from your head and you get lightheaded. You know, when he hung up the phone with 411, I was pretty baked at the time. And I was just kind of like, that was really, like... Funny, huh? I wonder if if anybody would ever, you know, think that was serious. And, and yeah, I'm like literally less than ten minutes went by before we were up against the wall. To be oh. honest, I'm glad to hear that response was that quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my, my brother was Secret Service for years, and 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 uh, yeah, that you especially it's like it's the worst of an '80s slasher flick. The call is coming from within the White House. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, we were literally two blocks away from the White House. Oh, that's two blocks. All right, wow. Washington campus is. It's on the exact same street, just two blocks down. Jeez. That's outrageous. All right, Zoe, thank you so much for sharing that story. That's crazy. Hey, have a great day, you All right, guys. You too. We'll see you later. Oh, my God. I'm surprised they didn't go harder on a man for that. Oh, man. Uh, okay, hang on a second here. There are more really good calls coming up here. I'm going to go to Joe next. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Joe? All right, so you want me to start the story right away? I yeah. do. Tell, do tell. I want to hear this. All right, so it was like a weekend job. I had to help my friend run wires, uh, alarm wires, at NASA down at Cape Canaveral. Yeah. So he owned an alarm company. So we were running wires in this in this ceiling, and I was holding the ladder for him. And as I'm holding the ladder for him, I'm looking ahead of me, in front of me on the wall, and I see this crazy meter. And it was a CO2 meter. And I said, hey, look at that. It had, like, a screen in front of it, like a metal uh, stainless steel little screen on this. It looked like a thermostat. And I right. said, that well. So I got close to it, and I inhaled and exhaled into it and the, and, the, and the numbers dropped. I was like, wow, look at that. And he's all, he's up in the attic. I mean, he's up in the ceiling doing his thing. <laughs> look, look at that. that. Like, right. That's like, cool. Being like a, I'm being like a dummy down there and I'm just like, hey, look at that. I made it move a little bit. <laughs> and then I went, I did it again, inhaled and exhaled really hard into it. And the alarms went off and <laughs> all the lights went on. And I was like, oh my God, did I just do that? And I was like, he's and he comes down. He's like, "What the hell is that?" And I said, "Oh my god, I was just breathing into this thing." And these and this all the security people ended up coming into the building. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh man! So it, obviously, uh, it was a, a carbon monoxide detector, correct? Yes. Yeah. 
So, and so, I guess it was almost maybe lack of oxygen. It had noted, set it off, and therefore set off an alarm because Jesus, yep. oh my yep. God! So, and it was in the cryogenics lab at NASA. Like, <laughs> the cryogenics lab. It was. This was back in 1992, and I was just, you know, I'm like a science freak, and I'm like in this lab thinking, like, I love this place. This is awesome. And what did I do? I just messed the entire thing oh up. Oh my God! But oh, they, dude. But they, I guess they just figured it was like a glitch. They evacuated the building, and and you know, I didn't, I didn't admit to it. I was just like, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that that's 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 incredible. Yeah. All right, thanks, Joe. NASA. I appreciate it. All right, so, all right, we've evacuated NASA. <laughs> yeah. We've evacuated the White House. There's no way we're going to beat those stories. Vatican. That maybe yeah. that'd be up there for yeah. sure. Um, let me go. Now, this isn't as bad as that, but this is certainly an inconvenience to a lot of people. I'm going to go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, guys, what's up? Yo, buddy, just hearing about people who've accidentally, or maybe on purpose, <laughs> evacuated a building. Would that be you? Yeah, uh, the old Marriott Hotel, right at Route 73 <laughs> and 295. Yeah. At 6.30 in the morning, um, I was doing hot work in the employee kitchen, which is basically soldering a pipe. And I cleared it with the chief engineer to tag out the alarm system and everything so it wouldn't set anything off. Oh, you're good to go. Don't worry about it. So I start heating this pipe up. The smoke starts going up, goes right into the smoke detector. Next thing I know, the alarms start going off. I'm freaking out. I'm running to find the engineer. He's nowhere to be found. I have to go outside. The fire department has to respond to hotels and hospitals anytime there's a fire alarm. Sure. So I go out sitting in my van thinking, yeah. <laughs> you're going to catch crap. I'm in deep do for this. Right. Yeah. And uh, the fire truck pulls up and I get up, talk to the fire chief and explain to him as I see all these people coming out the exterior fire escape, <laughs> walking down in robes, still in their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like such a heel. But I had done my part and notified the chief engineer, so it actually fell on him. Yeah. I think the hotel got charged. Well, listen, so, so the, but the, you, once you told the firefighters what had happened and, and they were able to verify it, you were off the hook, yeah? Yeah, I was clear. They yeah. wanted to talk to the chief engineer, who just so happened to be not on site at that time. Right. You were oh clear. Clear me. <laughs> You're like me, man. I'm sorry, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't clean out. this up. Santa's gotta go. I got yeah. my truck and I was gone. Yeah, I don't blame you. Man, I got band practice. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Right? Oh man. Yep. All right, they, let me go. Oh no, this is so much more intense than I ever thought. Look at this one, Matt. Hey, Matt. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you guys this morning? Great, man. All right, so you caused an evacuation? I did. What happened? So it, it could have been worse. So okay. think of it that way. All right. So I was working for a company that does uh, wheat suppression. And to give you an idea how big the company is, we use trucks with 300-gallon tanks on them. Wow. Okay, I've stuff to spray, spray weeds, weeds with. In, in, in industrial areas. Okay. So I was at New Oyster Creek Nuclear Power Plant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. It's not going to go well. So I was allowed, I had brought a tank, my tank already full that morning. So we sprayed all morning. It was lunchtime, around lunchtime, and the tank emptied. So I said to the guys, hey, I needed to fill up my tank while we're eating lunch. And the guy says, oh, go over there by the maintenance building. There's a hose over there. 
I'm like, guy, if I use a garden hose, we're going to be here for like two hours waiting to fill the tank. I need a fire hydrant. Okay. And he was like, oh, okay, use that one over there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and now now think, think about it. This guy was part of the maintenance staff. And along with him, I had two armed guards who followed me the entire time I was there. Okay. So I start filling up the tank off the fire hydrant. Well, all of a sudden, I start seeing people running out of the maintenance building, which is right next to That's what we cool the reactor with. That's the water we used to cool the reactor with. No, what was it? So what happened was the... The fire suppression system is based on water pressure. So I had dropped the water pressure within five PSI in the nuclear power plant. I'm setting off the fire suppression system in the nuclear power plant. Oh, my God. So was the entire facility evacuated? So they, they, they couldn't because... The suppression system didn't go off the power in the actual reactor. Those pe- those people had to stay in there to maintain the reactor. But the whole entire rest of the property had to oh my God. come oh out my of their God. buildings and evacuate their buildings. Well, you, you, you had things working in your favor. You had people, you had one of the guys who works there t- pointing you towards that hydrant. And you had two security guards from the facility <laughs> who were watching you. Were you in the clear at that point? I... I Thank goodness, because when the guy came running from the maintenance building and screaming, cursing at me, I literally, you know, he's like using a lot of expletives. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, he, I said, he's like, why are you using that fire hydrant? I said, because that guy right there told me I could. So he looks at that guy, you know, and then starts going on a tirade from that point on and then says to me, well, just so you know, from now on, you cannot use a fire hydrant within the fence line. Okay. So I became I became the only contractor that was allowed in Oyster Creek Nuclear Power Plant to go in and out of the fence line without getting my truck uh, inspected every time okay. I went in and out of the fence. Wow. Because I had to go outside the fence line back to station to get water every time I had to refill. I, I, could you imagine, though, if uh, after this, you know, the people are running out, all of a sudden, like, uh, the the tornado sirens in the yeah. entire country, yes. uh, county oh, start going yeah. off and evacuations all around a 15-mile radius or something. Yeah. Oh, my God, Matt. That's crazy, dude. Did they, once they found out at work that that happened, what was that like? Oh, my God. Oh, because, so I <laughs> called my boss. I actually had to put it in a report. And my boss saw it, you know, the next morning when the when the report came through on his desk. So the next time I had to go back up to the office because the office was out in Pennsylvania. So I didn't go there all the time, but I went there like two or three weeks later. I the entire office of all the managers <laughs> were literally howling, laughing at me. Of course, yes. <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Oh, well, because the funniest, because the funniest part was, I had to go with this job. I had to go into some really sensitive places. Like I tried to just drive into. At the time, this is uh, a year post nine eleven, mind you. Yeah. So. Things are still fresh, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Raw. 
I tried to drive straight on to um, Naval Weapons Station Earl in New Jersey because I've been able to get on to Port Dix by filling out a bunch of paperwork. Well, I tried to drive on to, to Naval Weapons Station Earl, and the, the woman looks at me and goes, and she was a wonderful lady, and she, she looks at me and goes, oh, honey, this ain't Port Dix. You ain't getting out here without a lot of paperwork. <laughs> right, right. Because literally it took two months for me to get my security clearances to get onto the base. Yeah, you're the, you're the fellow that tried to blow up the nuclear power plant. <laughs> I recognize your name. I know you. You tried to blow up the Orange Creek power plant. Yeah, your nickname from there on should have been Meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it became like this running joke with the company that I, you know, I had all these issues trying to get into places because I screwed up nuclear. You know, nuclear oh, my power. God. But again, it wasn't your fault. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my no, God. Absolutely not. That's a great story. All right, Matt. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Well, that's that's three. We'll see you. Wow. NASA, the White House, and a nuclear power. (laughs) Good Lord. Oh, those were totally worth it. Wow. Okay, interesting. Well, listen, those of you who are on hold right now, I apologize that we're not going to get to your call, but we just can't beat those. And thank you so much for calling in. We do appreciate it. Uh, that's, yeah, okay, so, yeah, this, uh, this all stemmed from that story that it came out, um, in August in, uh, New York City, where the, a good portion of the subway system was shut down because of one button. One button. One button that the, uh, the protective covering on it was snapped off and somebody accidentally pushed it. Now, what they don't know, if it was, I wonder what happens if I push this. Yeah. Or if somebody bumped it or whatever, but there was human error. Uh, that definitely was a cause of that. So thank you for the calls. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't expect all of those stories. No. Man, oh, man. Um, all right, listen, I want to take a break. We're going to do our best to stay on time today uh, because your next opportunity to win $500 is coming up in one hour, actually 59 minutes from right now. And it's stop number two of eight that we are going to give you each and every day, Monday through Friday. We do do this eight times. One, two, three, think, four, yeah. five, six, seven times. Seven I'm times. sorry, seven times. So... Don't miss that. The money clip's coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. We're going to talk to dancer Derek Hoff in just a little bit. Let's take a quick break. Come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open, never busy. 39333. I wonder what Chuck's take is on uh, whistling in songs. I bet Chuck doesn't like that. Well, I know he doesn't like it when you scream out the uh, whatever whatever solo's coming up. Guitar! Yes. He, he thinks it's that. one appropriate yeah. sound, which is a, a chicken fart. That's, yeah, he likes yeah, that. that Always okay with yeah. that. Well, sure. I'll have it, to ask him. I, I'm, I'm going to get his, uh, his opinion on whistling in songs. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, I've only heard somebody yell guitar. I've never heard somebody yell drums. Sure, and really? uh, yeah, there's a uh, there's a Def Leppard song. And so, in fact, he says guitar, and then he says drums. Really? Yeah. Um, I uh, I think it's in Rocket. I think it's that song, Rocket. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure, but people text in if you can give me the. I answer think you're to right. It. That song um, sounds familiar. But yes, it has been confirmed that that is indeed the song, The Rocket. Where Drums! He says, he says uh, guitar. All right, but is it... Drums! Uh, oh, Marissa sent it over. Oh, okay, hang Damn on. Damn it, she's good. All 
Oh, it's it's not in the opening, but this is Trump's. who it is. Hang on a second. He says it later on in the song, too. Singer! Singer! <laughs> Tambourine! Bass player! Piccolo! <laughs> Frutophone! ACDC, Let There Be Rock. Somebody says they mentions drums in that. I do not know. It's got to be followed by a solo. Right, you got to hear the drums kick in. Yeah. 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 CC, pick up that guitar and talk to me. Oh, my God. I always thought it was pick a bad guitar. Not a good one. Pick a bad guitar and uh, talk to me. Until this very moment? No. Pick okay. a bad guitar? Pick a bad guitar. Oh, but pick a bad guitar and talk to me. <laughs> so it wasn't today that I found that bad out. Guitar. But it was It was in the last like year or two when okay. you had said something. I'm like, oh, oh. My gosh. He says, pick up that guitar. Pick up that guitar and talk to me. So, okay. Well, anyhow, we got that all cleared up. Isn't we that good? nice? Um, I, I have a butt plug email to read. Uh, Kathy sent this to me, and uh, it's got a very sad note to it, but one of hope as well. Um, This email is from Megan Ambrose, and she says, Hey, uh, I'm on the board of a local nonprofit, Hope for Haley. Or is it Halley? H-A-L-L-I-E. It might be Halley. Halley. Oh, yeah, no, you're probably right. Uh, so I apologize if I get the, the pronunciation in, uh, pronunciation incorrect. It says, Hope for Haley uh, was established after 16, a 16-year-old decorated student athlete Haley Jackson left this earth by suicide. Uh, Haley was my niece, but so much more. Haley was compassionate and always wanted to help those in need. So... Uh, Through Hope for Haley, we are hoping to make sure that her compassion uh, for others continues. At Hope for Haley, we are dedicated to removing the stigma around uh, uh, mental health Mm. and work to help get others help that they need by connecting them with appropriate programs and providing scholarships to pay for their treatment. My niece Haley always listened to the President Steve show on her way to school with her parents ever since she was young and found out that my sister-in-law and brother-in-law lived right behind Preston. I know who these people are, by the way. Uh, I remember that. They were our neighbors. Uh, she said, um, yet uh, she was young, probably like seven or eight years old, but I always thought it was so cool that a celebrity lived right by them. <laughs> uh, she even had her dad start buying her mom the gold dip roses from Steven uh-huh. Singer Jewelers from listening to your show and would always participate in the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, we'll be hosting the second annual Hope for Haley golf outing Monday, September 27th. Uh, and I'm asking to write for your, uh, I'm, I'm writing to ask for your support. Uh, it's going to be at Springhaven Golf Club. So that's coming up on Monday, September 27th. Nick, did you get the email? Did uh, Kathy send that to you? No, but I'll uh, I'll grab it and post it. Okay, so you can go to hopeforhaley.org and Haley spelled H-A-L-L-I-E. Uh, and so they're looking for people to participate or donate baskets and do that whole type of thing. So we want to pass that along. May I jump in on your uh, plugged butt? Yes. Uh, uh, Amy, a friend of ours who's uh, done charity stuff with her group, she has the, the, the Mixie Chicks. They do these great uh, desserts and so on and so forth. But she's very much involved with the Brad Fox 5K, which is this Saturday. Uh, and uh, it's at 9 a.m. It's going to take place at Archbishop Wood High School. I sent Nick the information. Uh, Nick and Maeve arrived late. I just uh, I resent it, but uh, it is this weekend. All the information will be up on PrestonSteve.com. It's a wonderful thing, obviously. Uh, you know, in uh, in memory of Brad Fox and, and I think uh, today is the anniversary of the actual 
of when he was killed? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to find it, um, but I'm pretty sure, I, I think it's today. Okay. Well, there's a 5K run and a 1K walk, whatever you're a- able to do. Uh, I've been to it before, and uh, it's just a great vibe. Where are they having it, Steve? It is at Archbishop Wood High School. Okay. And it's this Saturday for Brad Fox. And, uh, again, a bunch of wonderful people supporting a, a wonderful uh, person, a memory of a wonderful person, and uh, the cause that lives on. And it, it is the anniversary. Thursday, uh, September 13th, 2012 is when Officer Fox was killed. Okay. Mm. All right. So uh, stuff like this you can find on our community page at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. So please take a look and help out if you can. Um, this is another email. It has nothing to do with uh, charities or anything like that. Uh, but uh, correcting something that we got wrong. Or Bill Weston Bill got West. wrong. Uh, and I got this email from Brian, and he says, Hey, on Thursday, as someone who works in the food manufacturing industry, uh, I was caught between finding this hilarious and mind-blowingly, mind-numbingly wrong. <laughs> of course. Pectin. Remember, Bill told us that it came from horse, as, as Bill says, hooves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hoofs. Uh, and, uh, and we were all like, yeah, yeah, it, it does. And, well, we were wrong. Uh, gelatin. Is where you'll find hooves and bone, Good. things Good. like that. But, oh, yes. Gross. I mentioned gelatin, and, and I said, now, I didn't discount the pectin, but I mentioned yeah, gelatin. Yeah. yeah, I did, too. But, yeah. I, but I didn't discount the pectin. I just kind of, I emailed Brian back, and I'm like, I just thought Bill knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So I, yeah. ran, I went along with it. Because came in so confidently. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pectin is derived exclusively from plants. Ah. And it is extracted from cell walls of plants. There is no mm. animal-sourced material in pectin. Gelatin, on the other hand, he writes, is derived from animal hooves, bones, cartilage, and skin. And pectin and gelatin are sometimes used together for synergistic effect. Uh, And pectin is sometimes referred to as vegan gelatin, but the two materials are completely different. He said, the company I work for manufactures both of these products, and I can only imagine my brother's fiance listening to the show and freaking out (laughs) if she were to use pectin as she is vegan. All right. So you don't want to get those screwed up. He said, love the show, have a great weekend, and that was from Brian. So That's I told bizarre. him we'd make good on that. Because Bill is a research chemist as well. Yeah. And you figure he'd know this stuff. Yep. So, uh, now Bill isn't a research chemist, but Bill does ride a motorcycle. Yes. And I saw something motorcycle related I thought was interesting and unexpected as well. Uh, and if you, it is the fact that if you use an iPhone and you mount it on your motorcycle, you may want to think again because the motorcycle engines will give your iPhone camera some pretty bad vibes. Uh, this is according to the company. They said in a post, uh, exposing your iPhone to high amplitude vibrations with certain frequency ranges, specifically those generated by high powerful motorcycle engines can degrade the performance of the camera system. Can F up the camera. On your phone. Interesting, because a lot of people will use the camera mounted on their motorcycles Mm -hmm. to get front-facing video and back-facing video. Well, Mm -hmm. I wonder if this has, um, I wonder if it affects it on a bicycle as well, because I mount my phone on my bike. You animal. I know. And I don't really need to anymore because I use uh, I use the Strava app on my watch, so I don't have to. I, I, I rarely use my phone while it's mounted on my bike, but well, there, you do have those. Listen, it's not vibrating like a like a, a motorcycle, motorcycle engine, yeah. but you are getting those vibrations from you know the the pavement that right. you're riding on. May so. I ask something that might be tangential to this person that I was thinking about over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, with the electric motorcycles? All right, like the Harley has an electric line and so on and so forth. 
since the same uh, idea that motorcycles need to be moving in traffic, mm-hmm. you know, or else overheat because of the engine, they get right. an accommodation. Yeah, this wouldn't count at all. For this that. wouldn't count. So, would are would electric motorcycles be more beholding? To highway rules, I then, would think so, right? Yeah, because the the motorcycles that are air cooled have an air cooling engine. They're allowed to keep moving during traffic. Right. Uh, I would think yes. Uh, now listen, this is just me guessing. We're just uh, guessing uh, that uh, that yeah, there's no need for you to keep moving, right? Uh, to keep the engine running, huh. uh, it's a battery. Uh, if you sit there too long, your batteries. Well, no, I think you'll be all right. Uh, I yeah, I I would guess so, Steve, but I do not know. I'm thinking, but I'm thinking. The motorcycle people, whether it's electric or not, are going to do it. Going to anyway. keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's so easy to ride either down the uh, uh, in between the lanes or on the uh, on the shoulder. Uh, you're so you're so small. You're not really having to yeah. put anybody in any inconvenience. I've been looking at a number of these bikes that have the the, the battery powered as well. The electric bikes that yeah. are for for. I mean. You see, I'm oh, bicycles or, or I'm bombarded with commercials for yeah. them. Yeah, that have the the regular bikes. <laughs> but you know, well, I, 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 I constantly. Great. I, uh, are they good? Are oh, they fun? They're great. So fun. Are yeah. they? Yeah. So fun. So there's one that because has like you a... you actively pedal. Yeah, that's when it engages the engine. But you can you can calibrate it to go a certain amount. You can calibrate whether you will work hard while pedaling or not. Right. It can be super duper easy where you're just. Just kind of like you're just gliding along and yeah. you're doing 25 miles an hour. Yeah. It's badass. And you can do that it so, so, you know, you, cool. you are getting out and you are exercising. Right. But I got to say, though, as somebody who cycles without an engine, yeah. without a motor, I had this guy. I was riding on the Schuylkill River Trail two weeks ago, and I was going at a nice clip, and I was putting in work. Yeah. And this dude's like, bring, bring, <laughs> and just... Blows by me, but then he's not even trying. I was like, "You a hole on an electric bike? On an electric bike?" So, Case, what does this do to the uh, been to to the shore? As far as listen, if you want to do it on an electric bike, you can. But Uh, you know, majority count. I'm not going to say it counts or doesn't count. I used to be a totally anti-electric bike, and then I hopped on one, and I'm like, okay. You are working, you know. It's just when you get to some of the, when you're going against the wind or you're going up a hill, you get that assistance. Um, I'll tell you what turns my head down the shore because people ride bikes like crazy there Mm -hmm. uh, are the... The electric skateboards. Oh my god! Wow, dude! They like you'll see the guy go by and you're like, "What was that?" Yeah. Like my head turns. And they have they usually how fast do they go? Because they seem to be going fast. at least twenty, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I would say maybe fifteen, okay. maybe twenty. I I don't know. I'd, but they, I'd say they'd top out at twenty. But so, but think about that: twenty miles an hour on a skateboard. Oh, you're hauling ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and I believe they have kind. Of, I'll call it a joystick. I don't right. necessarily. It's, it's like, like a, a like a handheld throttle. Yeah, right? and I don't so, know. Uh, Handboard has one because um, I I don't see any wires coming up from. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like a, wireless? It's a wireless, okay, remote of sorts. It's so cool. They can go 18, 18 to twenty eight miles. Per oh hour. my god! Could you imagine going thirty miles an hour on a skateboard? Yeah, I think it depends on on the battery level. Because I have um I have a Segway electric scooters, right? Um, not a Segway, but uh, it's just you know. Yeah. Like, uh, like a razor scooter, right? Yeah, it's that, I was looking um, at it's that type of scooter. A lot of fun, and by the they're way. a lot of fun. But you know, and I have two different kinds, and one is better than the other. And the one that's better because I weigh more, it goes probably about fifteen miles per hour. My son or, or daughter, if they're on, it probably goes eighteen miles per hour. It just depends on how much weight is on it. <sighs> they um, are fun, though, man. Carter wanted to get one of these, uh, one of these battery powered uh, or electric. Um, uh, skateboards, 
And it was the one thing that Rochelle and I were kind of like, mm, we don't know about that. Yeah. Because it looks really dangerous. Will he wear a helmet? We'd make him. Okay. Yeah, and he, and he would he would have no problem doing it. My son is so anti-helmet. Like, He's like Gary Busey. Well, so when we go down the shore, when we're down the shore, he wants to go over to, you know, a friend's house a couple of streets away, and he wants to ride his bike, we'll say, all right, put your helmet on. And he will, he'll walk. Instead of just putting a helmet on. He's at, he's at. His friends, they give him a hard time about wearing a helmet? I don't know if Maybe. Any, I don't know if anybody's giving him a hard time or if it's a self and Can you make the helmet look like his hair? Well, I bought him. I can, ha- I I can know, have right? the helmet police come by uh, because Jace will not do anything without a helmet. He's like, nope, helmet on. Everybody's going to put their helmets on. I'm taking Steve, a bath. They need to make like a uh, a Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. helmet. Mullet. Um, oh, where, where um, they, a mullet. Where it's, it's covered in hair, a mullet. A mullet. Oh, that'd be fantastic. There's a guy around here who has a helmet that looks like Animal from the Muppets. No, is his whole head covered? Like his face? Yeah. How can he see? All right, so his mouth is open. He's like, ah! And (laughs) And he can see through the mouth. And that's where the the eyepiece is. Okay, I'm down with that. I would like that idea, Preston, of the helmet that is absolutely every bit as safe as a regular helmet, but that looks like a mullet. And and I like the one that looks like Animal. Animal from the Muppets. That's oh, that's outstanding. Imagine like all these like 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 the pagans. They all look like Andre Agassi. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, we need to switch gears here, gang, because we have our guest on the line. He has got his own show, his own residency in Vegas. There's got to be a little bit of pressure behind that, man. That's your own big show at the Venetian. That's uh, huge. The, yeah, it's a great place, a great venue, a great city. But then again, he just won an Emmy, so he's riding uh, high. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, season 30. Please welcome a super nice guy and very talented gentleman to our show, Mr. Derek Hoff is with us this morning. Good morning, Derek. Good morning. How are you all? We're doing good. Hey, congratulations on the Emmy win, man. That's huge. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, I still can't believe it. It's, uh, it was a pretty, pretty amazing night, and uh, yeah, pretty, I'm still on cloud nine. Wow! So you won. Uh, so this is your third Emmy altogether. It is. It is. Yes, but you know, it was really special. Last night was was amazing. You know, my my beautiful lady Haley was with me, and and she, um, you know, last last year when I choreographed these routines, I choreographed them in my garage, and she was there for them, and and she was also performed two of those routines with me. So to be able to share it with her and, and uh, share the evening with her was was just made it even more special. So, cool. and then we came home uh, twenty minutes later and uh, cleaned up doctor up in our taxes <laughs> and our dresses. Yeah, that's it. That's know? what keeps you. That's what keeps <laughs> your head on straight is those little things. Nice. Yep. I see you doing a lot of dancing on social media. You're active on TikTok and uh, and and your other other accounts. You you kind of seem to be having fun with that. But uh, what? Where do you stand on the TikTok quote unquote dances? Um, honestly, on my TikTok, I'm, I'm usually just acting really silly and just gives me permission to be kind of a dork. Um, the dance, the actual dances, um, funnily enough, I don't, I dance very little on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is interesting because a lot, a lot of, sort of the, the trends and things like that, I, I, I honestly just can't keep up with. Um, they change so often, but, uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I really, really enjoy that platform. It's a lot of fun. It just, don't take myself too seriously. Enjoy it, um, but it is kind of funny because, you know, having won you know a couple of Emmys, and I was working with uh, with Dick Van Dyke at the um, Kennedy Honors, and I was I was at the Kennedy Honors, and and a few people came up to me and said, "Hey, you're that TikTok guy, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, 
was like, yeah, man, yeah. But it's it's cool because it's, it just shows that, you know, it's a completely different audience, and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Well, so you, you got, as Preston was saying, your your, your Vegas residency is, is a cool thing. I, I, I love Vegas uh, for like a couple days, <laughs> and you go and see, yeah, see, yeah. see, see big shows, uh, and, uh, you know, no show presents, no presentation is like a Vegas presentation. So what what kind of scale are you working at here with uh, No Limit? Well, I'm, I'm super, super excited because I have an all-star team. You know, Napoleon Tapajuma, who did J-Lo's show in Vegas. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've done so many things. They've worked with me on all my tours. And I have an all-star cast of dancers who, uh, you know, some of them won World of Dance. Uh, they actually won the whole thing. And um, so these are these are, you know... These aren't sort of backing dancers. These are all, you know, stars in their own right. So um, very excited to show them off and, and for them to, you know, for people to see them dance. Also the live band, you know, I have a live band and all celebrating all the different genres of music from Motown to big band music to rock and roll to Latin, the ballroom. You know, there's really something in it for everybody. And my favorite story, actually, I think, from my rehearsals last week was uh, a guy named Al who's worked in that room for 15 years and, he came up to me and he said, "You know, when I first heard that you were coming to this, coming to this show, this this, this uh, theater, I wasn't too sure. I was like, how are they going to do this dance show for for ninety minutes with no juggling, no magic, <laughs> right. you know?" And and he said, "But man, after watching you guys do what you do, this is going to be one of the best shows I've ever seen here in fifteen years. Wow! Huh? I can't wait for people to see it. You you you've made a believer out of me." And I was like. I was like, Al, you literally just gave me the best review I, or I could have gotten from anybody. So thank you so much. It meant, it meant the world to me um, coming from him. So, That's great. That's cool. Uh, very excited about it. Derek, do you credit Dancing with the Stars um, for making dancers, um, you know, Hollywood celebrities? I mean, at least for me, watching the show, that's when people started to know who you guys were. And unless you were in that dance community prior to Dancing with the Stars, I don't know that you guys were as big of celebrities as you are now. Oh, no, Dancing with the Stars, absolutely, um, you know, for sure, was a big, big opportunity to to. Yeah, to one to to spread the sort of uh, appreciation, love of dance. I think as well. I think I've just seen dance grow so much because of Dance with the Stars and So You Think You Can Dance, the world of dance, and um, it's amazing to see that. But yeah, uh, I owe a lot. You know, I'm forever in, in debt and gratitude for uh, being a part of Dance with the Stars. Uh, I mean, I've been on it for almost 15 years now. It's crazy, and. Um, it's amazing, and it's, it's it's interesting to hear people's stories about you know where they were during a season and what it meant to them and how they shared that with their their family and um, yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty awesome, it's pretty awesome to be part of that show. It's it's wild because I I when I was um, I don't know I was in uh, my early twenties or something like that. I remember it was almost like people. Who realized, you know, they thought they were the only ones that were watching Bob Ross. They were kind of yeah, like watching yeah. that. And there would be ballroom dancing on like PBS on the yeah, channel yeah, you yeah. never went on yeah. to. And I'd be sitting there watching. I'm like, my God, these women are so gorgeous and talented. And I was kind of quietly and secretly watching some of the stuff. But I never knew who any of them were until, like Kathy was saying, uh, Danger of the Stars came on, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, I know who Cheryl Burke is now, you know? <laughs> I mean, so it had opened up a whole new world for 
that industry, everybody was working and they were doing stuff, but you didn't know who they were. So it's got to be a great thing. And speaking of that, now with season 30, which is hard to believe that it's just had these legs, it's, yeah. uh, pardon the pun, um, but now being a judge and you've got this new cast uh, coming in for this season, um, what what are some standouts to you? What are some, uh, I don't necessarily want any predictions from you, but, uh, but what do you see when you look at this cast of people, Derek? I mean... From, from what I've heard, the grapevine, because you kind of hear murmuring during rehearsals, you know, and I'm, um, everybody's really good, apparently. There's there's a lot of good, capable uh, people this season as far as just being good dancers. So I, I'm really excited to see, you know, what they're going to bring. But uh, I think it's a fun cast. I, I you know, I, I, when I first heard Mel C, I was like, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with a Spice Girl. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> super exciting. Um, and Martin and, Cove okay. from uh, Cobra Kai, was the, that was really cool to see. Yeah, man, you know, when I hear that he uh, he's, he's really energized, really excited about it. I mean, Suni Lee from the you know the Olympics. I mean, Jojo Siwa. Um, you know, she's going to be dancing. It's going to be the same sex you know couple. Yeah. first time ever in dancing stars history, uh, which is really exciting. I think you know, for me, it's not. It's not crazy because I think growing in growing up in the UK, competing there, they, they even to this day they still have all girl competitions dancing, so that's a very common thing over there. So um, uh, I'm excited to see that, and then I think I'm excited to see. Man, there's a lot of people I'm excited to see. Actually, um, it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun season. Well, you know, it, the, the funny thing is, and it's it's the the argument that, that always happens. You have some people who are actual dancers who are practice who are career dancers against people who have never danced before. And and then you also have the the popularity contest element of it. So I, I mean, I, I think. Do you agree that sort of every criticism is also sort of a check and balance to the show? You know that that no one is yes. just going to be a runaway out of the gate. Yes, I think I absolutely do. I think that there are different um, there's different things. You know, there's different elements about the show that makes you know the dancing, the packages, you know, the talking live, all those. Different play no part. I mean, I remember there being, you know, celebrities in the past, you know, who by far would get the lowest scores and weren't the best. But boy, did you just love them. You just fell in love with them. And, and they just kept making it through. And sometimes they went all the way. And so I think that, um, I think it's a good balance. I think you need people who have, you know, a little bit of experience, you know, to be able to maintain a certain level. Um, but by no means does that mean that it's completely unfair because, it really is just about connecting, right? It's really right. about connecting with the audience, connecting with, you know, your partner and just enjoying the experience and getting the most out of it. And I think that when you do that, I think that people at home and us as the judges and we feel that and then the, you can go you can go all the way. Uh, Derek, one of the things that uh, they always point out uh, with the, the guests on the and the, the performers on uh, Danger with the Stars is how much of a physical toll it takes on them, you're doing your show, No Limit. Uh, it's running September 22nd through November 21st at the Venetian. Are you doing more than one show a day? Could you even do more than one show a day? Uh, no, one show a day. Okay. I'll be doing it five days a week, uh, Wednesday through Sunday. And then I'll be doing Dance with the Stars on Mondays. And then I'll have uh, a Tuesday off, which I'll probably be uh, prepping for um, prepping for uh, some of my performances uh, the season, so okay. that's insane. It's insane. You, you're you're in like mint shape. I'm I'm gonna be honest about this. I'm I'm gonna love the first time you come over, hunched over with your back going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> because you're you're, oh. you're 
it's happened. It's happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you're 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 a ball of energy. You've got this impressive schedule, but you know you're you're uh, you're you're great at what you do, and people love it. So that's got to be uh, you know you, you got to run with it while it's while it's yeah. the deal. Uh, if if this residency goes well, do you have anything else? Um, you know, I'm sure it will go well, but do you, is this something you could see yourself doing on a consistent basis? Um, yeah, yeah. I, there's there's a few ideas that I have uh, that I'm I'm really excited about actually. And I think um, a few show ideas actually that uh, next year. Oh, I'm sorry, you said on a regular basis. Yeah, right? yeah. Because <laughs> those things are you know they come and go. Um, <laughs> I'm. I, you know, honestly, man, for me, I don't know. I, I'm a fly of the seat of your pants kind of guy. Um, I, I, I almost, I just take like a year at a time. I love traveling. I love adventure. Um, I'm always seeking my next adventure, my next, uh, you know, um, yeah. What, I, I pretty much just want to be Indiana Jones. Really. Okay, so you you don't want to be anchored to this fully. You you love it, but yeah. in small doses. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a, yeah, I, I kind of, I'm all over the place. I'm like, uh, I'll, let me, I just got back from Africa and, and stuff, and uh, you know, and then back in the dance studio, back in the theater, and and so I, I love, I kind of love, you know, everything flowing between theater and adventure and and, uh, and TV. So, well, yeah, good luck with everything, man. The show starts on Monday, and then uh, then you got September twenty second. Uh, or so, yes, next Monday is yeah. when the show starts, and then then September twenty second with uh, no limit. Well, hang in there, man. Don't work too hard, and uh, good luck with everything, Derek. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you. You bet. Take care. All right, Derek. Yeah. Hey. You hear that? He threw a Ted Lasso in there. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, his sister is about as perfect as you can get. <laughs> we had her in I'm, the studio. I love her. She's amazing. Uh, and she's just she's a super talented dancer, and and obviously she can do more than that. She can sing. We saw in Greece the musical. Yeah, uh, I love that. that's still my favorite live. Te- yeah, yeah, television. Um, you know, porting of a, of a musical that we know. She's also in a movie. She plays you know Joe Weeder and Betty Weeder. Betty Weeder, the wife of Joe Weeder, the the great bodybuilding. You know, who brought Arnold Schwarzenegger to the? Uh, I don't, no. but I okay. catch you on your. Uh, yeah, she that? she played uh, she played his wife. She was huh. damn good. Yeah, okay. What's funny is be- before she was on Dancing with the Stars and became so popular, I saw uh, an article in I think it was People magazine, but it was three country stars or three girls that were friends that were all trying to do their own separate country music thing, and I forget who it is. It's it's like one of the famous ones that we know. Right. Not Carrie Underwood, like, but, but like somebody um, who, and that was the one that kind of made it, and the other two were less popular, and Julianne was one of them, oh. and then she went on to do Dancing with the Stars and became a celebrity that way. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. It's like we all started as country singers. Yeah, yeah I remember And took a different turn. Yeah. yeah. We had to, at some point, <laughs> give it up and move on. Radio came a-calling. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it was because we didn't have any talent. Yeah. Or, or we're, okay, weren't, was that weren't actually right. fans of country a lot. That was it. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a big part Not of it. Not a lot of it. Right. All right. Uh, we should take a break because we got another chance to win money. MMR's Money Clips Contest is up next. We did it earlier this morning at 8 o'clock. Now we're going to do it at 10, and we'll tell you what you need to do to win $500. And we're just getting started with this, so don't miss all of your opportunities to win this cash. We'll come back with the Bizarre File as well. Stay with us. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. 
There's the fun size and bizarre file editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Is the MM Barbecue a week from Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. That's crazy. It is. And to have it in the fall, which hasn't been done in a long, 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 long time, uh-huh. uh, is going to make it a, uh, a unique and a cool experience. I have, uh, over the weekend, I put on a pair of jeans for the first time. Whoa! Did you? In a long, long time. We went out for dinner, and it was really, really breezy out, and we were going to eat outside, uh, and everybody else has put long pants on, so I put on jeans. Which was an odd sensation because listen, we're fortunate. We work. We can wear shorts to work. It's we're great. required we have, to wear there's, shorts. There's pretty much there's no dress code where we work, and we are fortunate that we can wear shorts to work. And so you get used to that. And then the first time you put those on, it's a whole new experience. And so I haven't looked. You know, it's a ways off to get a look at the um, the forecast for uh, the 25th. But it may be, you know, especially when it gets later in the evening, jeans weather. I'm going to try to rock you know? shorts, but I'm going to, listen, I want to be comfortable, yeah. you know. Maybe I'll wear something, maybe I'll wear something off the shoulders. Yeah. And I then, think you, you know, we'll bring a pullover. It's a special occasion, yeah, yeah. you know. I actually am looking forward to putting my, my Adidas pants back on. <laughs> Adidas pants. <laughs> I wore tuxedo last week. Yeah. You don't wear jeans, do you? I don't. Yeah. I, I mean. My I'm, son doesn't either, ever. I, Hates them. Dude, I think me and your son, we are like closed twins. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he that's he is exclusively sweatpants. Yeah, Tracks I can see that. Whatever you call they're comfortable. I like them. I like that the the pockets zip. Uh, so <laughs> pockets <laughs> zip. Yeah, uh, because so that nothing falls out. Right. Oh, your gum or your whistle. <laughs> I've hated jeans my entire life. I hated I, them. Uh, yes, I wear them occasionally, but um, I hate it when I have to wear them. No, oh, okay. Like, but I mean, it's the easiest outfit to yeah. put on. Yeah. Um, they're just, to me, are so uncomfortable. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of outfits, you know what you're going to wear yet? The MM Barbecue? You and Marissa always get gussied up. <sighs> no, this will be like the first time I have to get dressed since, like, 2019. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, no, I have Boy. no idea. I'll start planning now. Marissa will figure it out on the 24th. Yeah. Well, no, no, on the 25th. Yeah. On the 25th. On the 25th. No, she'll yeah. go the 24th. She'll rush yeah. somewhere and buy something new. All right. It's 10 o'clock. We got to do this. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. Three. One, two, three. One. Now, here's your money clip keyword. One of our favorites. All right, the word is learn. Learn. L-E-A-R-N. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways that you can do it. Two of them come with an extra potential to win money, mind you. Now, you can text the word LEARN to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or, if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley. Maybe it'll be you. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word again is learn, L-E-A-R-N. Good luck to you. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, it is brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting, recruiting for alopecia clinical trial. And men and women, 18 to 65, of current episodes of scalp hair loss lasting six months can sign up at PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. 
Uh, this is an unfortunate story, but a cautionary tale. A man waiting in the breakfast line at a McDonald's drive-thru was crushed to death in a heartbreaking freak accident, according to Vancouver police. Surveillance footage showed the driver dropping an object out of his vehicle while paying for items. When he went to pick them up, the vehicle rolled forward. It collided into a structural piece of the restaurant, and then the driver wasn't able to free himself from the vehicle. He was pinned between the vehicle door and the frame. That's horrible. And pretty much suffocated. Yeah. We've seen that before. Yeah. Your door is open. And you pull forward, and it hits something, and you're in a certain position, and it can pin you, and then there's nothing you can do. Uh, so just terrible story. So if you drop something, just leave it there. Yeah. Pull forward. And get then out, go back and get it. Get out and go get it. It's an inconvenience, but it's much better than that horrible accident that can happen. A Florida woman who had to be pulled from the cab of a fire engine that she tried to steal Denied being under the influence of the un, of the usual street potions, but did say that she had taken the elixir of life. The elixir of life? Before trying to boost the emergency vehicle. Oh, I'd like to try that. Responding to a call about a woman acting erratically on the beach in St. Augustine, a beach cops and fire rescue workers late last month discovered uh, Kalani Joe Crawl in distress. Crawl, who lives two blocks from the beach, said that she needed CPR and other treatment, but... While being escorted to an ambulance, she began running back and forth. Uh, Officer Brandon Hand said, due to no crime being committed at this point, I had no reason to chase her. <laughs> but as police and firemen began entering their vehicles to depart the scene, someone yelled, She's stealing the truck! <laughs> Kroll and, and uh, Kroll, investigators allege, had opened the door of an unsecured fire engine and gotten in the driver's seat. I'll take this. Fire rescue personnel responded by pulling her from the cab. Uh, witness Jessica Benton told police, I thought she was fixing to drive off. Mm-hmm. After reportedly struggling with cops who tried to handcuff her, Kroll uh, offered an apology. According to a police report detailing the incident, she said, I'm sorry for time trying to take the truck. I lost my marbles. When Officer Hand asked if she was under the influence of anything, she said she was not, but had taken the elixir of life. Killing the fruits of life. The potion is not further described in court filings, but the mythical mixture is supposed to grant the drinker immortality. Oh, my God. That's awesome. In the world of Harry Potter, the elixir is produced by the Philosopher's Stone. It is unclear whether such alchemy was at work in St. Augustine Beach or not. Yeah. I'll have an elixir, please. Yeah, life. of life. I'd like to be immortal. Shoppers on Wayfair were shocked to see a coffee table listed on the website decorated with a book that appeared to have the words white supremacy <gasps> down the spine. Oh, my God. A Twitter user posted screenshots from the retail website, which shows a wood-topped rectangular coffee table. On the table's surface rests a decorative bowl and a white and gray book, which has the words white supremacy. In the second photo, the cover of the book is visible, and it appears to match that of the 2011 book State of White Supremacy, Racism, Governance, and the United States. By Friday morning, the table with the offending decor was no longer listed on Wayfair's website. Uh, Clicking the original links to the item redirects search results to uh, for coffee table. Uh, Reactions on Twitter range from baffled to furious, and a Wayfair rep said that they are investigating the matter (laughs) with the supplier. Uh, Wayfair made headlines last summer for a series of rumors circulating on Twitter and Reddit, which claimed the company used its WFX utility collection as a front for human trafficking. Uh, The furniture retailer denied the rumors and renamed those products, also creating updated 
product descriptions to clarify the pricing and functionality. It's like the end table with Mein Kampf on it. Yeah. A Jersey City man returned to his apartment after a week-long vacation. He had $20,000 in cash and $10,000 in sneakers that were stolen. He stole $10,000? Someone stole them from him. Oh, from him. Yeah, $10,000 in sneakers Oh, my God. Uh, The burglary uh, occurred on McAdoo Avenue. (laughs) McAdoo Avenue? And it was reported to police at 2 a.m. He's going to McAdoo Avenue. When the victim found that his apartment had been ransacked. The man told police that he was last in his apartment on September 2nd. Officials confirmed the burglary but did not provide details uh, other than to say that a total of $30,000 in sneakers and cash was reported stolen. Uh, The burglars removed the sneakers from the boxes and left the boxes. Uh, They gained access to the apartment by pushing in a bedroom air conditioning unit. This guy's $10,000 worth of shoes. Well, there must must be somebody who knows. Somebody who at least had knowledge of that. That he had it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A woman using a porta potty in uh, New Mexico was locked in from the outside. Uh, Laramie Blake said, it was Saturday. I went to Gallup to sell at the flea market. I don't go there often. Uh, Blake and her mom were fleeing, or feeling hopeful to make some uh, sales, and everything was going fine until she went to one of the porta potties for a quick break. She said, "I felt the door tug. You know, the leverage on the porta potties. It shows if it's red or green, uh, and obviously, if it's red, that means it's locked." She immediately tried to open the door, but couldn't. At first, she thought the door was just jammed, but then she panicked and started yelling for help. A man came by to help telling her that there was a lock on the door, like somebody put a padlock on there. On the outside. And she was freed using a bolt cutter. Blake said, new stuff are coming out with sex trafficking and kidnapping, and when I replay everything that happened, I feel that was what was supposed to happen. But quickly, the guy who was there to save me was probably there at the right time. She thinks that they were going to... Sex traffic her? I guess so. Or somebody was playing a prank. It's possible. Maybe what I'm guessing... Uh, Blake is hoping that someone might have seen what happened and will come forward and report it. And that's all I have now for the Bizarre File. Got more great stories. Going to share those with you tomorrow. Not before I remind you that you have a little over five minutes to get over our money clip word. The word is learn. All right. We're just getting started on this today. And yet again, Chances for you to win $500 seven times a day here on MMR, Monday through Friday. And what you do is take the word LEARN, and you text it to us, if you like, to the number 45911. But if you'd also like to be entered in the $10,000 grand prize, enter the word LEARN via our MMR app or at WMMR.com. So the word is LEARN, L-E-A-R-N, is sponsored by Horizon Services. Good luck to you. We'll come back in a second. Got some other things to give away and some more stuff to talk about. We'll do it when we return. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Here we are on a Monday morning. Word of the week prize. 
six-pack of pit tickets to the MMRBQ. How's about that? We've been talking about that. So um, don't miss that letter, that first letter. It could be the vital one that you'll need to claim the prize. And hopefully that will be you claiming that prize on Friday. So let's get you there. Uh, we're going to do a different giveaway right now, and we have a lesson question, which we're going to give away a pair of tickets for Movies at the Man. Uh, and on that same day, for some reason, if you don't happen to make it to the MMRBQ, September 25th, they're going to be doing uh, Black Panther in concert. That's pretty damn cool. That's cool. Movies at the Man. So uh, the question that we're going to go with this morning to see if you know the answer to it. Uh, let's see. A few of our listeners have successfully evacuated three locations. We talked about three big locations. And if you get two out of those three, I'll set you up at the prize. Ah, nice. Okay, so a few of our listeners have successfully evacuated three big locations. And that doesn't count like the Camden Aquarium and the the school or anything like that. You know the ones we're talking about if you heard it. You get two out of the three. We'll set you up with a prize. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Order through the Jersey Mike's app for free delivery on Saturdays. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What's going on, Steve? Well, Diddy is aggressively purchasing up real estate on Miami's exclusive Star Island, including Gloria Estefan's sprawling mansion, the rap mogul says it's all part of his plan to create Florididia. <laughs> Tori Tor Spelling, we talked about this earlier, saying that her dramatic new look is not the result of plastic <laughs> surgery. Spelling says she relied more heavily on concrete and rebar. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Monica Lewinsky says she learned long ago not to reveal the name of anyone she was dating because no good could come from it. Lewinsky did suggest that it would be easy to identify her boyfriend in a room because he'll look like the guy who's been sucked inside out. No. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trend. All righty. We'll see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, a few of our listeners have successfully evacuated three locations. Name two of them. We'll set you up. I'm going to go to David. Hey, David. Yo, Presbo. How you doing? Good, buddy. All right, David, give me at least two of those three locations. The White House and a power plant. Nuclear power plant. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, David, hang on. You just got yourself a pair of tickets for Movies at the Man, Saturday, September 25th, featuring Marvel Studios' Black Panther in concert. The Man Center Festival Orchestra performs the Oscar and Grammy-winning score live while the film plays in high definition on a 40-foot screen and two lawn screens. You can visit mancenter.org for tickets and information. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it's brought to you by the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia, covering five counties with over 90 breweries and 1,000 beers. Don't miss a fall weekend along the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia. Get your fill at visitphilly.com. We'll start with this. Bush has uh, had to back out of their upcoming co-headlining tour with Stone Temple Pilots. On Friday, Bush posted on social media, the cancellation is due to unfortunate and unavoidable COVID-related circumstances. Uh, The band's post continued saying, we cannot stress enough how heartbreaking it is to not be able to go out and play after all of this time and after all of our attempted starts and ensuing stops over the past year and a half. 
We wish to extend our deepest apologist as this is the last thing we would want for all of our great fans as well as our good friends in Stone Temple Pilots. STP shared the same message on their Twitter account, writing, We are, of course, saddened by this news, but it's a sign of the times right now. STP will continue with their own headlining tour, which will kick off October 17th in Oklahoma City. Uh, the band Mudvayne played their first show in over a decade on Saturday. Uh, they did it in Mansfield, Ohio at a uh, tattoo festival. Uh, they played a 14-song set, much to the delight of fans who haven't seen the band perform together in 12 years. Uh, their last self-titled album was released in 2009. The band didn't tour in support of it. Mudvayne lead, lead singer Chad Gray has been fronting the band Hell Yeah for the past 15 years. So that was really cool. Who else is in Mudvayne that... I don't know any names. Yeah. I don't know any names, unfortunately. I just know the one guy, Chad. Hey, this is disturbing news. Alanis Morissette claims in a new HBO documentary that she was raped by multiple men when she was only 15 years old. Yeah. The Washington Post reports that the singer opens up in the film, in this documentary, uh, saying, I would always say that I was consenting... And then I'd be reminded, like, hey, you were 15. You were not consenting at 15. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, they're all pedophiles. It's statutory rape. Uh, Despite her participation in the documentary, which is called Jagged, the Post reports that the singer now appears to be unhappy with the movie and will not be appearing at its premiere uh, on Tuesday. So she's not going to show up. For some reason, she shunned it and don't know exactly why. Yeah, Uh, They haven't revealed that information as of yet. But it's all about... Uh, Jagged Little Pill, the release of that and the tour that followed and that whole thing. I, I want to see it because that was an amazing uh, thing. Um, I, I'm curious, though. It's it's funny because um, um, I sent over a, uh, an article from the Daily Mail president, a picture of her at the time. She was 15. She looked like a little boy. I mean, it was, it was just horrible that this, you know, she was innocent and she was getting taken advantage of this way. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, don't know if she'll say any more about that or not. Jimmy Page revealed in the new Becoming Led Zeppelin documentary... Uh, they received a 10-minute standing ovation during its premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Huh. Legendary. I wanted to have sat down after a few minutes. Uh, legendary guitarist posted on Facebook, there was a 10-minute standing ovation before a word was said. The audience bestowed such affection before, the, before view, viewing it. It was quite overwhelming. As the film progressed, the enthusiasm intensified, and certain sequences were followed by applause. The audience were really connected, and it was interesting to witness the communication, enthusiasm, the event, and the film were generating. After the closing credits, the audience rose their feet and gave us another standing ovation. A thank you that I can't convey in words. Knock it off. He said, but boy, did I feel it. That's cool. An official release date for the band-sanctioned documentary is set to be coming soon. Bruce Springsteen made a previously unannounced appearance on Saturday during the 20th anniversary 9-11 tribute at the World Trade Center Memorial Plaza. Uh, A noticeably thinner Bruce, dressed in somber funeral attire, performed I'll See You in My Dreams. We have a clip of that case. Uh, The wistful album closer to his most recent Letter to You collection uh, for the mourners, along with uh, local and national politicians. Uh, During his recent Springsteen on Broadway run, Bruce had chosen to replace the classic Born to Run with I'll See You in My Dreams, believing it more aptly summed up the story that he was trying to convey this time around. So here's a clip. God bless our fallen brothers and sisters, their families, their friends, and their loved ones. This is I'll See You in My Dreams. The road is long. 
and seeming without end. The days go on, but I'll remember you, my friend. According to the Asbury Park Press, President Joe Biden, former Presidents Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, members of Congress, dignitaries, and the relatives of victims were in the audience at the memorial ceremony. Former President George W. Bush spoke during the 9-11 commemoration at the Flight 93 National Memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Steve Perry of Journey fame is going to release his first Christmas collection titled The Season, and that's coming out on November 5th. He's perfect for doing uh, some Christmas songs. And I heard the first single, which is Oh Santa, Hold On. It's so good. Oh, really? Oh Santa, Hold On. Oh Santa, Hold On. Oh, Cherry. I got you. The album features eight newly recorded holiday classics, including uh, such jazz-based standards as Winter Wonderland, Have Yourself a Merry Christmas, and Silver Bells. Uh, Steve spoke about the new album, explaining all the songs in this record were my favorites growing up. I used to hear them on the Philco radio that my grandmother always had on the kitchen. And she was cooking the most amazing holiday food. And because of that, they hold a very emotional place in my heart. And I wanted to make sure that I record them all in a simple way that honors how I first heard and fell in love with them as a child. Yeah, these are all standards. We have the, the list from the uh, the album. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Christmas yeah. song, I'll Be Home for Christmas, Old Lang Syme, Winter Wonderland... Uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve? I don't know that song. Simply having a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Silver Bells, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And then one last music news story, and this is from some friends of ours, former intern uh, who got in touch, Jordan. Uh, he said, hey, it's been a minute, but I hope you are all well and staying healthy. He said, I'm reaching out because his band, Mo Lauda and the Humble, had their tour van stolen in Philly. Son of a bitch. Just five or so days before, he says, we are scheduled to leave on a two-month national tour, which will be our first since COVID shut us down. He said, plus, our entire merch order for the tour. (gasps) The whole tour was inside the van. Scumbags. And that can cost a band a whole lot of money, man. He said, we're heartbroken and scrambling to find a way to get on the road by that time. Recovery of the vehicle may be unlikely at this point, 
but I've included the graphic that we have been sending around with all the details. Nick, did you get this email? Yes. Okay, have we posted this? Yeah, Marissa put it up on the community page, and uh, I tweeted about it uh, a little bit earlier on. Uh, they're great guys, a great band, and um, this sucks. This is just a, a crappy news, so if you can help out, there's a GoFundMe link that's on PrestonandSteve.com, uh, or just go to my Twitter handle. Uh, they are a really good band. They are. They sound fantastic. Like, this so. stuff gets stolen because they know what's inside? Maybe. Oh, or they just steal the band and find out that it's in there. What I don't know is if there was, it, it doesn't say there was any equipment in there, so at least they didn't get that stuff stolen. But Listen, if it's a merch, yeah. you know, and their and they're, they're way to get around, to get all their stuff around. He said, if you guys can mention this on the air, simply link it on the website or anything, uh, we would all be forever grateful. COVID has been really tough on a touring band like us, and this is icing on the cake right now. He says, love y'all, Jordan, Shane, Jeff, and Kirby. I'll never forget when we had him, but we had Mo Lauda and the Humble perform for us. It was yeah. one of those, like, all right, we're going to meet the interns, and uh, yeah. it was almost like an intern uh like a, a talent contest, and and he had already finished his internship. Like his, he was done on like a Monday, and then so we find out that he's in a band. We're like, all right, let's have him perform for us. And we're like, oh my god, we like, had this talent just yeah. sitting in the green room. That dude can really sing and play, man. That's crazy. <laughs> he's yeah. just a quiet guy. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if he is always quiet, but when he was here, he was quiet. <laughs> right. I remember uh, when we were setting that up, though, Casey, we were like, alright, it's like an intern band, and we'll see how, how, how well they do. And then all of a sudden, they started performing, like, oh! Oh, you're they're oh. good! You're real. Like, really, <laughs> yeah. really good. Wow. Um, <laughs> Alright, so anyhow, if you can help by donating, or if you have any information that might help police out, uh, in locating their van and their merchandise. It would be wonderful if you could help out. And we have the details, all that information at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, get ready to wrap up the program. We'll get a letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And I believe uh, Jacques Bam Bam yes. <laughs> will be here this morning because he's filling in for Pierre Robert. We'll be back in a second. Lamar Spotlight's the best rock with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Foxtrot and the Get Down. See him live at the MM Barbecue. Foxtrot and the Get Down, your local shots artist of the month. Check him out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Silly. It is 10.39 on this Monday as we're wrapping up today's program. I would like to thank... Our guest today, Mr. Derek Hoff, who is on the show. Nice guy. Super nice guy. Super talented guy, man. I watch those dancers and just... How the hell do people move like that? It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, Um, there's a difference, too, is that you you can be just a dancer or you can be a creative choreographer, which is what he is. Yep. So, uh, it was nice to have him on. He's doing uh, Dancing with the Stars next week and also his... Uh, stage show at the Venetian Resort in Vegas uh, starts on the 22nd. So it was nice to have him on. Uh, let me see. Jackie Bam Bam uh, is, he, he won't come in until I say his name. Oh. So he waits outside the door and now he's here. What's up, dude? Good morning. Nice to and see you. And you and you and you too. 
How was your weekend, Jackie Bam Bam? Oh, good. How was yours, Press? Uh, very relaxing. Right. I, I, how about you? Did you relax? You I never heard relaxed. you tried on some jeans. I was I getting did. worried about my leather pants and my roostered hair for the MMRBQ, more importantly. Do you ever wear shorts? Nah, but I do shave my legs if you need to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Why? Why well, do you shave the... your legs if you're not wearing shorts? Uh, yeah, yeah. No offense to Steve, but I think uh, the hair should be on the head, nowhere yeah. else. Okay. Right. You know. Right. So you shave everywhere? Everywhere, yes. Really? Yeah. Armpits? I've been trying to do a contest or a little promo with Casey Boy, but it's just not happening. <clears throat> Sales department. I want to shave Casey Boy. I, think. I don't want to do that. Why? Because I don't want to. You do should that. come get laser hair with me. Oh, you get your beef Remove laser. it permanently. Yeah. I follow you on social media. I'm like, where does she get this done at? I could do that. Oh, come with me. Uh, so I will. All right. Do you shave your armpits? Cut that out. What she just said, Casey. <laughs> Do you, do you shave your armpits? I do, yes. You want to take see. a look? Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, short. Yeah. All right, yeah, there you go. Enough. Very nice. Okay. He's a shaver. Ah. He's, he's Your a ass crack. He's an O'Hare guy. You're one more step closer to, to Romano, man. <laughs> yeah. Romano. <laughs> have that in, in common. Wow. Uh, let's see. So I guess we should get the letter of the day from you. You got it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter A as in the angels are watching over me. All right. A is our first letter. And we have a six-pack of pit tickets as Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presents the MMRBQ 2021. Saturday, September 25th. BB&T Pavilion featuring Jane's Addiction, The Offspring, Cheap Trick, Dirty Honey, Dorothy, Mammoth, Wolfgang, Van Halen, Aaron Jones, Foxtrot, and The Get Down. Wow. And tickets to party on the lawn started just 25 bucks. You can visit WMMR.com for complete details. I just had a, I just had an MMRBQ memory moment. So at home, I have this uh, digital frame and I put, you know, hundreds of photos in there and it just scrolls through like every right. 10 seconds a new picture pops up. It's a great way to... You know, all those pictures that are just sitting there in your phone wasting away and you never see them. It's a great way to just remind you of moments. And one of them is Jackie and me together at the MMRBQ. And we're in the pit. I took a selfie of you and I together. And you're doing this thing which you do in pictures. And I'm always curious about it. You're going like this. That's my Steven Tyler. That's a Steven Tyler thing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, he takes his index finger and spreads it apart from his other fingers. Right. And has his palm facing away. Wow. And he puts the fingers right over his eye. So, that's a Steven Tyler thing? I, I think that's Does where he... I got that from. Okay. Yeah. it's. Cool. I saw a picture of you <laughs> and Jackson and uh, Pierre, and you were doing both uh, yeah. hands like that. Instead of throwing the horns or giving the peace sign, I occasionally pull that one out. I liked it. I was just curious. It was a very mm-hmm. unique looking thing. Yeah, it's like a face shocker. And I have a picture of you, you and I, and you were doing that, and it was at the MMRBQ. And it's framed in your house. It's a digital frame, so oh. it, it scrolls through, and from okay. time to time, he had, it pops up. He had an oil painting done of it. It hangs, oh, over, yes, hangs over the master bed. Did my nose fit in the frame? Barely. <laughs> just barely. <laughs> just barely. <laughs> uh, what is up on the show today, man? You know when the DJ says, you're jam-packed well, we are jam-packed today. Of course, 12 and 2, you get another keyword worth $500, Money Clips Contest. Prespo, I know you're a drummer. We're going to give a little love to the drummer. I don't know if you mentioned this earlier. We get a birthday salute. We're going to got a workforce block at Dio. His drummer, Vinny Car- Peace. Carmine's little brother. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he recorded with one of the Beatles? Uh, No. Well, I want you to listen to my show on your ride home. I will. play a little clip of my interview. He was 16 years old up at the Power Station in New York, and you're going to hear 
how Vinny Apache, because that's what Ronnie called him. Now, Rod Stewart calls him Carmine a piece. And well, we had Carmine here in the studio, and it is a piece. That's, uh, they that's right. It, but, but anyway, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We're going to give him some love. And uh, a little clip of my interview. He was 16 years old, played with John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And whatever gets you through the night. No way. Uh, yep, yep. He does the hand claps and played the last show ever with Dio and the last show with John Lennon. We'll talk about that. Impressive. Uh, uh, bon Jovi, 33rd anniversary of that great New Jersey album. We'll uh, rip through that. And it's uh, the sad anniversary of Eddie Money. Passed away oh. uh, two years ago. Uh, he played uh, at our camp out. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, two years ago today, we'll acknowledge that. In the prize coffin, Pierre left us some really nice ones on vinyl. The Metallica Black album and them skinny Black Crows tickets. Love wow. it. Jackie's got a lot for you today. Make sure you hang with him. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and by Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Tomorrow on the program, fresh off of his win at the Video Music Awards, the MTV Video Music Awards, DJ Cummerbund. Yeah. DJ Cummerbund! Who is the guy behind the songs that we play for Mashup Madness? There so we go. We'll talk to DJ Cummerbund and see how that victory is treating huh. him. So uh, we'll get into some other things as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. With Early Paycheck, you can get your direct deposit up to two days earlier. That's another reason banking with Capital One is the easiest decision ever. Even easier than deciding to open the biggest birthday gift first. Happy birthday to you. Which one are you going to open first? The pony. Yep, even easier than that. Plus, with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is banking with Capital One even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and AIM member FDIC.